Yes. Hello. <laughs> yo, yo, yo. Oh, it's been so long. It's been a while, it's man. It's been so long. Uh, yeah, if you, you, I know this is a this is a new thing. We don't really do this. What's up? But I would like to break in the song since the last episode. Yeah, you know, I was man. in song for so long. Did you want to join me? Yeah, I'm with you. What's what we singing? Hold on, give me a second. Let me let me figure it out. <laughs> let me figure it out. I'm an improviser. Oh, here we go. I'm an improviser. You ready? I'm, I'm ready. Improvise. Just 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 pick up on my ad libs. Yeah, hey, man. man. I'm with you. Let me think. Let me. It was a good song. I got it. Okay. I got it. You ready? Hey, man. For so long, <laughs> for this night I pray that a star, a star would guide you my way. Would guide you my way to share with to share. me this special time do, 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 do. where a podcast is in the sky for all of. Mm. You see, <laughs> ooh, that felt good. Yes, it did. Because we're back, people. You may yes. not like our singing, but I know you like us. You know why I know? Because you're watching or you're listening. I think so I did God all bless right. you. I think I did all right. I so do, God bless you. Know, you. I'm dropping my EP tomorrow. Bit. Yeah, yeah. You know, got a studio. It's called Broke to Moderate. Here it is. There you go. That's Here cool. it is. Be the name of my, my, my R&B album, Broke to I'm Moderate. come up. Because that's how good it's going to be. It's going to be good enough to get me moderately paid. <laughs> <laughs> Got to get them streams. Only yes. on title, though. They pay artists on yes. title. Have a music. You need like a million streams to get $1,000. Dude, all right. You know what's crazy? I just learned this about like Spotify and stuff. So I watch a lot of podcasts now at my spare time. Right. Just to try and, you know, gauge my skills a little bit. But, right. you know, I watch, yeah. like, watch some podcasts. I was watching Joe Button and he was talking about the way streams are set up now. Yep. Did you know? That the artists are like, let me not say the artists, the Spotify and Apple only give a certain amount to everybody. So like yeah. based off of what type of artist you are, you get a percentage of that money. So uh -huh. let's say like you and Drake compete, you, literally you and right. Drake compete. And let's say your numbers got somewhere close to Drake. Gotcha. Right, Drake will still get the lion's share of the because profits. Your money won't look like Drake's money because hmm. he's Drake and you're not. So Got like you. that's how they. So you can still relatively be a streaming wise successful, but you still will not get mm -hmm. the, the same amount of money. Wow, because they I don't I don't I'm not sure 100 percent the metrics of how right they how down, how they I know do it, but they, it is what they do. Yeah, yep. I think yep, yep. What, what what got me was the artist, but also what, like learning from uh, Nor how podcasts one individual podcast can have three different deals. Like he was like he has his Spotify deal. He has a YouTube deal. I think Spotify is only audio. YouTube is the show, the visual and everything. And then I think he's got other oh God, sponsors and whatever have you. So for me, it was just learning how if you if you get there, you can you, know, you can do your thing. You can make something shake, man. Well, there's money everywhere, you know? you know? It's just a matter of how much you want. How you, just try, how you get trying to, to get some. So. Yeah. Yeah, I just want a little piece. There's a little, just a little piece of the pie. Like can't the, forget about little bro now. You know, little bro now. Just trying to get up <laughs> in the sky, man. But all right, welcome to the Tap Man Podcast. I'm finally going to introduce the podcast after breaking in the song and a mini segment. This is the Tap Man Podcast. I am your host Jay Will. To the right of me, oh, which is man. technically, I guess, y'all's left because it's a mirror. It's reversed. There you go. Is my dog. My 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 cousin, my brother, oh, my man. coworker now. Yeah, man, we get money together. Bradley, brother, beautiful people. Yes. It is it is is a blessing to be back. You know, to my left, which would be y'all's right. Mm -hmm. Going to make sure we keep the feng shui going. <laughs> is one of my my good brothers, a dear friend, 
know what I'm saying? And like, I mean that a friend. Some of us got people that really be enemies. They really plotting against you. I got a good friend, a brother, my man, 1,000 grand times that by 10 more. You can do the math. My guy, <laughs> Jay Will. Um, and it is a blessing to be back. We know it's been very long since you've seen us, and a lot has yes. changed. I don't know if everybody's comfortable sharing, what? but, you know, there's been blessings. There's life. been life, life pretty much. So, I, I am and we're back father. to doing it with y'all now. Yes, I'm a father. During that stint that we were gone, I was trying to do the dad thing, you know, get my feet planted and figure it out and, you know, make my money and, you know, figure out. You know how I'm gonna time manage. That's what there I would say. Go. It's about figuring out how to Call time that manage. And now that I figured out how to time manage, I'm back to deliver timeless podcasts. There we go. The last time we podcasted, LeBron had just did a summer league game. Wow. Yes. Was that really what was going on? Yes. Wow. The NBA season had not started. LeBron was in. Was that the Drew League? No. Was it the Drew League or yeah. a Jamal Crawford thing? I didn't even know Jamal Crawford does something. Yeah, he does. He has one in Seattle. His own Seattle. Might have been the Drew. I could Either be wrong, one, though. That's what was happening the last time. Wow. How do I know this? Because I recently listened to the episode. Wow. Just curious. Wow. I was just like, hey, you know, it was the last time we were talking about what, like, what was going on in the Summer we... League. Summer League. Yeah. Goodness gracious. Yes. Man. A lot has happened since then because the podcast happened. is based in current events. We cannot discuss all the things that had happened recently. Right. So... You know, True. we're going to sprinkle in real life stuff and then, yeah. you know, let you know where we've been and gonna talk about some other stuff. Yeah. You know, first thing I want to talk about, though, because we were talking about it before we started the podcast. Most definitely. And I definitely just want to just get the conversation out there because it's fresh on my mind. Mm-hmm. So for all the people at home, the Errol Spence and Terrence Crawford fight happened, I want to say, a week ago. It was last weekend. Yes. Last, last Saturday. Weekend. Last Saturday, along with the Poirier and I don't I can't pronounce the other dude's last name, but I it start with a G. Yes. We literally went to the bar together. We were watching the fights. They were both on simultaneously on different TVs. Yep. It was crazy the timing. Great atmosphere literally too. right after Terrence Crawford and them fought, Poirier went on Immediately. and they fought. Like, the it television was no delay. So fast. Like it was almost like the the two like different uh, sports companies planned it out that way. Right, it was like, like that's yo, how crazy. We're gonna it was. wait till this reg- <laughs> this is over, and then our main events. And then happen. we're right on it, right then, yeah. Boom, right the snap over. of a finger, it was on. Anyway, we're not here to talk about Poirier, even though he took a mean kick to the side of the head and a went mean down. Kick. We are gonna talk about Terrence Crawford and Errol Spence, two here of the best go. boxers in the world. They are they still are. two of one, two of the best boxers in the world, no matter Glad who you said lost. Because not um, everybody thinks Spence is just. Not even top 10 no more, and all of a sudden he's trash. So I'm yeah. glad you clarified yes, that. Yes, I have to. I mean, one loss doesn't make you trash. Everybody doesn't go undefeated. But it's another conversation right, for another Right, another conversation day. for another day. We uh, were watching the fight, and we went in with preconceived notions that this fight was going to go a lot differently than how a it went. A whole lot different. I really thought Errol Spence and it was going to give a better effort. Let me not say a better effort because he tried. I thought he was going to have a better performance. A better performance, yes. And it did not go that way for little homie. He not. got put down. He did. The boy whipped his ass. He was looking like Martin. When boy he whipped fought, his ass when he was fighting. Well, he, he had the lump on that. He did literally. He was lumped Martin. up. He was lumped up, and I was like, "Damn, bro, you." I, I ain't never seen you look like that. And somebody made up. a good point about why it may have been that. Also, why it may it have looked like that? He had basically facial reconstruction surgery because of his accident. Mm-hmm. So it was like his face isn't even like. I don't know if this is the correct term to use, but like natural. 
Yeah. So when he bruises, it's like it's it's it looks it's already prepared yeah. getting beat up on. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I was like, wow, like that so, was a that was an excellent point that somebody brought up why he may have looked so, you know, de- roughed up. Defeated. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So first thing I wanted to do was I wanted to get your honest opinions of the fight. I'm gonna share mine first if you don't mind. Oh. All right. Well, to me. I know it's it's the popular opinion is the dog Spence because he got beat up and he looked visually bad. Mm-hmm. However, if you really watch boxing, it was not, in my opinion, as one-sided as you would think. I thought that Terrence Crawford did a great job being patient and waiting for his opportunities to strike. That's a great observation. He literally just waited for his opportunities to counter. And I think I don't think he threw as many punches as Spence did, did he? I would have to go back and look at that. But to me, it he just made the most of his opportunities. The opportunities were not big opportunities. There's not a lot of fighters that can counter what Errol Spence throws at them. He was just quick enough, athletic enough to counter and make the counters count. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um I would love to see them fight again because I think that Errol Spence can correct anything that was done to him in that fight. I don't think it was as big a margin as everybody else thinks it is. Okay. I think that he can fight him and give him a good fight knowing the type of boxer he is. It's not like Deontay Wilder where it was like, bro, you got to learn how to box now. Like, he's just better than you. You know what I mean? It was like, this is one where it's like, hey, maybe we didn't prepare the right way. Let's go back to the drawing board. We can fix a couple of things. You can fight him again. Right. You know what I mean? I'm not saying he would win. I'm just saying you could, could fight him again and it would look a lot Saturday. better. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I is my turn. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think Crawford did a great job as well. I think he took away Earl's strength, which was his jab. Yeah. And I feel like what happened, what most people thought for Crawford to win did happen. Crawford was going to have to catch him. Because what I personally thought was Crawford couldn't talent-wise outbox him and Earl hits hard. And after a couple hits throughout the rounds, Spence would dominate the later rounds, thus winning the fight, thus looking like a dominant performance, and he would win. But for Crawford to win, Crawford was going to have to catch him one time. Crawford can throw punches Mm -hmm. from anywhere and rock you. Crawford has power. And that's what happened. But it also... Just as a boxer, he outclassed him. He took away the jab, and he didn't allow to do what Earl Spence likes to do is walk people down. Earl presses. So the whole time, Mm -hmm. if he's having his way, you're fighting backwards. So you're fighting, basically retreating the whole time, and he's basically attacking you the whole time. Mm -hmm. It may not be a steady barrage of punches and consistent blows, but he's he's walking you down majority of the fight. Mm -hmm. And everybody can't deal with that. So I thought that's what was going to happen to Crawford. Crawford did a great job of taking away the press, mm-hmm. his jab. He kept cutting off the ring so he couldn't even – he couldn't walk him down. Like, he just – he just was better that mm-hmm. night. Yeah. yeah I also I do think – I think Crawford did land him almost like 50% like he was of 60%, his punches, which is – I don't – That's absurd. Yeah. Most boxing matches usually end with like – 32, he 33. He threw 340 punches and landed 132. He threw, you know – to put it in perspective, your percentage is you know, not trying to cut you up, but to no. just to give it more perspective, you're looking at like boxers typically land like 33, 35%. Right. And like I think Floyd Mayweather in his prime was hitting around 35%. Yeah. Like and you got not, your power punches and your, you know, some, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, so for somebody to get hit that much is a lot. Yeah. 
But I also do think the the very early rounds, Spence was active. He was he was also landing some shots too. It's just that every time he landed a shot, Crawford hit one back stronger. And I think the weakness Spence has is a lot of times when he throws a punch, he's off balance. Like he's like leaning, he's got a foot off the ground, like he's like he's kind of like wildering it. Like he's just out there throwing and he's reaching. It's like, you're not even, you don't got your center of gravity. Yeah. Like you're kind of out there reaching. Mm-hmm. And I just think Crawford exposed it. Like, and it's not here to say Crawford only won because Spence had a bad night. No, Crawford won because he was just better. He was a better fighter. He was yeah. a better fighter that better. night. I would love to see a rematch and then moving forward. Um, Cause they have the claw. So I know everybody wants to see something else, but I mean, contractually, they, I guess they have to, after that, regardless of how that goes, I think they're both going to move up. Uh, regardless of who wins, I think you either get Crawford versus Charlo. Um, and then if Spence loses, I think you get Spence versus Tim if Crawford loses? If Crawford loses, yeah, sorry. If Crawford mm-hmm. loses, I think you get Spence versus Tim Um Eventually, I see one of them fighting Canelo. Um, I know we got Charlo versus Canelo coming up in September, so I'm, that's another fight I'm hyped for. Yeah, I definitely want to watch. So that. you know, I, I'm I'm happy <clears throat> for what's boxing got, what boxing has coming. Um, so all in all, though, you know, after last week, I'm very excited for the the current state of boxing. It hasn't been like that in a while. Um, so I, I thought it was good, man. It was. I haven't seen this hype for a boxing match in a long time. Uh-huh. It was good just to get that feel again about boxing to me. Uh-huh. So that was, to me, all in all, I think boxing won last week. Gotcha. Um, we're going to get back to this topic, but we need to take a short break real quick. We'll be right back after a brief intermission. Oh, I was going to say word from our sponsors, but we ain't got none. <laughs> but soon. Yeah. <laughs> Just like that, we're and back. Just like that, people. I told you, short intermission. You know, very short. Hashtag brief. Um, so we were talking, <laughs> we were talking about Earl Spence and Terrence Crawford. Um, so there was a theory that I would like to share with the audience, and I would right. like to share with you, mm-hmm. and just gauge how you feel about it. So I saw people were saying because of Earl Spence's accident that. Things may not be right physically with Errol Spence. Mm-hmm. Almost like people are saying he shouldn't be boxing, but he is boxing. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a point in the fight, I believe after the second knockdown, he still looked fine. You know what right. I mean? But the doctor came in briefly to try and assess what was going on with right. him. You know yeah, what like I mean? He sent him back to his corner. Mm-hmm. Which I've I've never seen it. I've watched a lot of boxing, and that's what people. I've never say. seen it happen that way, that particular way. I like if it's really bad, I've seen the doctor come in. Yeah, and the be doctor like, we will need come to... before you even get your yeah. order. You know what I'm saying? But they stopped the round and was like, "We need to check him out." Right. So the conspiracy theory is Earl Spence is not. He's compromised to say he there's something wrong with Earl Spence. Right. He should not be fighting because I, we've never seen a doctor in any fighting sport come out that fast for somebody right in a situation like that do you subscribe to that do you believe that or is that just like eh, whatever this is what i think and it's not to make excuses i think the order and not even like he's like 40 or something because Floyd was 40 when he fought canelo and gave him that crazy work mm-hmm. but um 
they fight. Crawford is naturally a smaller person. Now that doesn't mean he's naturally walking around at one forty seven, either. But Spence is a taller. Spence is at least six foot. How many six feet people do you know walking around at one forty seven? That's a, a lightweight. Mm-hmm. That's that's not for they're grown men. They're not teenagers. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So now he signed the he signed the contract. I'm not gonna make any excuse like he did it unwillingly. They got a bag. They got still pay per view money coming in. They did. They won. Either way, it was a W for the sport of boxing. But I do feel like cutting down to 147 did affect him. I think I love watching the uh, all access the 24 seven Jones. I think his training was healthy. I think he uh, trained well, but a lot of times that doesn't, they don't show you the end where they're actually cutting the weight, where they're probably sweating out all the healthy stuff. Like Mm -hmm. when you do a cut and you're not out of shape, when you are, when you are naturally in shape at the weight you're at, when you lose 20 extra pounds, Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily good weight you're losing. Mm-hmm. And I feel like when it comes time to box, to do the actual event, not the sparring, not the running, not the hills, not the hitting the heavy bag. And when it comes down to actually fighting and getting hit and getting beat and having to put somebody off of you and rounds go and rounds go, I think that has an effect. I'm not, I'm not here to say I think that's the only reason Spence lost. He, Crawford was just better. Mm-hmm. I mean, in every form of the word, he was better. Mm-hmm. So that's so. To answer your question, do I subscribe to the theory? Probably not. But it was weird because I've never seen that happen in a boxing match. Mm-hmm. Like they walked out and then it was like, Nah, nah bro, are you? We gonna make are sure you good? So, yeah. And I'm like, because I thought they was about to stop the fight. I was like. Like he didn't wrong. even, yeah, he, that was the second time he went down. The second time it wasn't too bad yet. And that's why I think I, like, when I heard it, I was like, I kind of forgot that that even happened. Like, right. that wasn't even in the forefront of my mind. But when you bring it up, I was like, damn, that is kind of weird. Right. To put this in perspective, that's the equivalent of, like, the them calling an injury timeout and nobody's down. They just right. seen something that looks like it could be a concussion. Right. They're taking pre, pre, uh, you know, right? Hey, uh, what's you, the word? Pre. That was a pretty hard hit, man. Measures. You all right? Yeah, like, come on out. We don't trust that you're good. Go come on, here. get checked out real quick. So I think like when you when you see that, it's kind of like in a in a combat sport where people get knocked out on the regular. Yeah. People get bruised. They break shit. You know, the different mm-hmm. things like that. For them to come in and stop the fight like that. It does give you cause for concern. Like maybe something is wrong with maybe him. Maybe something was generally not, you know. Because I'm just to, not to cut you off, but just because I'm not so sure that that would happen if it was Errol Spence delivering to Crawford. Right. You know what I'm saying? I know. What you I don't mean. think that. I don't. I think even I don't know that people too. kept posting not to cut you off. Mm-hmm. Spence walking into the fight. They kept posting his eyes and stuff. I'm like. And people was making fun of us and he was higher, he was drunk. And I'm like, like I said, I'm not here to make excuses. He signed the contract. He wanted to make the fight and they made history. Mm-hmm. But um, it did look like something was off. Nonetheless, he still fought. Nonetheless, Crawford, Crawford outclassed him, outboxed him. Mm-hmm. Crawford walked away with the dub and, and Spence didn't. It is what it is. I do think the rematch would be a lot different and I'm excited for boxing after that. Mm-hmm. I would love to see, you know, what's next. I would love to see Crawford fight Charlie. I would love to see a lot of things, and I hope they happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's just my take on the fight and everything, everything with that. And I think Crawford proved himself too, man. Now I'm also not here to say Crawford is right now. He's the face of boxing. Crawford is definitely the the the, the, the man guy. in boxing. He's mm-hmm. the man. 
Now people are talking about he's better than Floyd and he would beat Floyd. He's like, guys, let's let's chill out. Let's yeah. chill. Now, I, but I he like deserves the, the respect. That. He is the only male to be two times undisputed in two different weight classes. So mm-hmm. he's going to get his respect from me. Mm-hmm. Now, he's earned that. And I mean, not he needed Caden's approval, but that brother earned that. Nah, listen, I don't think people understand how hard that is. I'm going <laughs> like, to tell you right now, I always... I always like Bud, and I remember we had a conversation before when we were talking about it um, a while ago, like right when they were still rumored to be making it happen. Right. And I remember I told you, I was like, I think Bud would beat him. I was like, I think Bud is just like that. You said that. We were talking about it at work. I was like, I think Bud is just like that. But then, you know what got me? I was watching all the all-access stuff, and Errol Spence is out here doing all this stuff, and I'm like... Man, I just like Earl, bro. I for, just like him. What got it for and me? It, I was, was like, he got a chance. He could win. But I, in my, in my, it was brain, Earl's knowledge of boxing and how he analyzes the fights and yeah. how he, what he, you fought him and he wasn't at his best. He was out of shape. Even his pop was like he didn't train right. When a lot of times Crawford isn't winning his fights when he knocks somebody out. Mm-hmm. There's been several times where his trainer come up to him like, yo, you're not winning right now. He's like, oh, word, I'm not winning? Mm-hmm. Like, damn. And then he just the, he's able the to turn Porter on the switch fight. The Porter and fight. just knock somebody out. And that's not the only time that happened. So for me, I was like, I just think Crawford, uh, I think Spence is strong, and you're not going to be able to do that to him. Mm-hmm. You're not just going to be able to turn it on and just hit him and you can KO him like you did everybody else. Because mm-hmm. everybody he's fought isn't as big as Crawford. It's, it's, it's not as big as Spence. Excuse me. Everybody Crawford has fought is not as big as Spence. And when Spence fought you guys, he took like three hits to the face. It was good. Unprotected. Like, obviously, he rocked a little bit, ran against the ropes, but he didn't get killed. Like, he took boop, boop. Bung into his face, and he was more worried about a mouthpiece. Mm-hmm. He didn't even talk about the shots. Mm-hmm. So he I, like was I like, Sal so was like, Yo, if you can eat that, you're, you're... probably gonna win this. Because mm-hmm. if Crawford can't knock you out, I didn't feel like he was gonna Skills outbox gonna you. Translate, yeah. But then he did, he went in that ring and did everything <clears throat> I didn't think he was gonna do. <laughs> so yeah. I knew, you know, I knew it. I should have just stuck on my gut. It's not like I placed a bet on it, but it's just for me to like, right? Feel you see, you gotta stick I to knew it. Like, I, I, I've been a fan of Terrence Crawford for a minute. The only critique that I ever had about him is like you said in them fights where he's down and then he turns it on. And maybe he's not trying to do that. Maybe right, yeah. it's like a ta- like a tactic. Like, right. I'm going to just let you tire yourself out. Right. Like, you seem hell-bent on trying to hit me. I'm going to just let you get well, out. Well, he's got weaknesses, too. Shoot, Ali had weaknesses. Floyd has weaknesses. Yeah, but I just feel then, like, you know, I just, it was like, I don't think you're going to be able to do this to somebody big. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're going to be able to just turn this on and just knock him out. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But I like Bud. I always People thought Bud tried was the to best fighter Bud in too, boxing. He's, he's knocked him to score out. I was actually a Bud fan, too. I just thought Spence was going to get him. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. Because I listen, it, it 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 makes me upset that I even doubted him for five seconds. Because I literally <laughs> was saying I thought Bud was the you, best fighter in that. boxing. Like I literally is a bad that. man. And then I started. I watching remember when to make it seem like good. I thought Bud was not a bad man. It's just when I was analyzing the fights, I'm like, yo, a lot of these fights, he isn't necessarily winning as they go on, and then he just destroys the guy. The dudes actually with him. And then he just ends up being stronger, and he can hit. Mm-hmm. And you're, put him down. I'm just gonna put you down. Yeah. You don't, you don't stand up. You, I could have lost every round. You don't stand up, I win. Yeah. That's just how boxing goes. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Right. So they did their thing. But, yeah, they put them, on man. a. I know it wasn't the fight we thought it was going to be, but I thought the hype up to the fight was great. 
I thought it was just good to get that type of energy around boxing again. Mm-hmm. Um, I just thought it was good for boxing. I know the fight itself necessarily was kind of it's kind of one sided, but I still thought it was good for the sport of boxing to get that type of hype back and to get that energy back around boxing, mm-hmm. and it not be some social media fight where Logan yes. Paul is fighting. Somebody's uncle, you know what I'm saying? Somebody famous uncle. You did know you I mean? see that Jake was struggling to make the weight? For they did the for the Nate Diaz. Oh, fight. the weigh in. Yeah, they weighed in and he he couldn't. They they were trying to get him to to make it. What's make the fight at? You just I don't even know. I'd have to look at it, but I know it's something that Jake doesn't walk around naturally. Uh, I think and this is I give him his props, even though he talks a lot of shit, and I don't think he's really like that great of a fighter yet. The dude does bust his ass to like yeah, he, really do this boxing shit. He does, shit. I believe, respect the craft to mm-hmm. get himself. And he's actually sat every person down. He's fought. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that's what I'm saying. Do I think it might be organized? Do I think it might be? You know, he's fighting basketball players. You know, he's not fighting. Oh, he fought Woodley. Is because I be getting these. Did he fight Woodley? I be getting these guys confused. I know it's Logan yeah. and it's Jake. Yeah, the Log- twins. Jake fought Willie. Logan fought- didn't. I don't think Logan was the Logan one that fought, fought was exhibition with Floyd. Yeah. Okay. But, um, I mean, he hasn't fought a boxer yet. That's the only right. thing that I think makes him illegitimate well, wasn't, is that wasn't he hasn't Fury's really fought a boxer yet. Cousin a boxer or something. Yeah, but I don't. That didn't go through. I don't know what uh, happened. Something happened and they just ended up not doing it. Got you. And that's why he's fighting uh Diaz now. But, because. <clears throat> Not to cut you up, but for me, I thought that at first that was kind of hurting boxing more than it was benefiting it because it was like the first big thing. I remember the first YouTubers that did it was like kind of during COVID and they made like a million dollars and streams. And then Jake and Logan started doing it. And I'm like, this is kind of taking the shine away from actual boxing. And now there's like a social media boxing league yeah, where they, where they got like tag team. I'm like, all right. I think here's the thing though. To, I think to it get helps. my point before you go, ahead. go, go ahead. the as boxing becomes more popular as a training to do to get in shape, and people learn to hit mitts, people learn to do all the fu- the cool stuff and to hit in the bag and train. It makes boxing seems very doable to me, and the more people realize that you can just be famous, scrap a little bit. It looks like you can box because you trained and you hit the bags and you look like you know how to throw a jab real good. It's like, yo, bro, we just gonna box. We just gonna let's just. We got a lot of followers. Let's just get a bunch of money and just get in the ring. And then the product isn't like as good because y'all not real boxers. To the actual boxers that really do it, I'm like, I just didn't know if it was good for boxing. It's just, I'm not saying I'm right. This is my this is my take. No, I I get what you're saying, but this is where I challenge you on that a little bit, right? I don't think that people feel the same way about. Let's just say football, for example, right? Mm-hmm. Football. Is not the most difficult sport, phys- uh, skill wise, to do. You get what I'm saying? It appears as if anybody could pick it up. Now, when you play the sport, if you've played it at a higher level, you know it's not like that at all. Right. But everybody who watches it, the kids on their couch, like you just thinking, all he doing is jumping and catching the fucking ball. Like, it can't be that crazy. Understood. You you don't really understand the intricacies to something. So while it's like, I think of it as like the G League, the NBA basketball. Like this is where the pros are that really do this. And like, I feel like that's good for like supplementing like, hey, you know, if you really like this, boom. Okay. These are the people who really do it. You know what I'm saying? 
I never I never thought about it as anything that was trying to interfere with boxing because Jake Paul or Logan Paul was never going to fight Terrence Crawford. Like, they no, wouldn't I even go you. in the same. You'll never see Canelo fight one of these YouTubers. Like I got you. It just is two different yeah, it just, classes just a, it of was fighting. kind of like, something you know I thought saying? about. I was like, everybody doing this now, and everybody's doing it, and they're relatively doing it. It's like. It's like the XFL doing NFL numbers, technically because it's the subpar mm. league, but the pay-per-views are selling more than the boxing pay-per-views. Logan Paul did a fight, and he did like 800K. Earl and them just did 650. So, so to, my thing was like, it's like they're, they're doing it's just like the guys, but the quality's not being as good. And everybody's feeling like all I really, really have to do is be, just my perception, like all I got to do is be famous. I can sell a fight. So, but that's the thing, though, and that's where I feel like I get what you're saying, but that's not their fault. No, not what blame. I'm just shown about boxing. Is, no, no, I get you, but what I'm saying, what they've shown is there's a market of people who want to watch boxing. There's at least 800K that really want to watch this. Mm -hmm. It's not the YouTubers' fault that they know how to mobilize and... Um, promote a fight better than the professional does. I agree. So that's why I'm saying, like, if anything, it, it just, helps just you because of. it gets you. I, I, I get what you're saying, but it's like, it just shows you, like, hey, just do it like this. Right. And you can make it over here. Like, uh, let's be for real. A lot of what drew people to Floyd Mayweather was the, the outside shenanigans before the fight. I guarantee you 90% of people did not know who freaking Maidana was when he fought him. But, right, oh, he probably. beat Adrian Broner and Floyd, he talking that shit to Floyd Mayweather. Well, he, Maidana see him beat get it in. after he fought Floyd twice. No, I, Maidana beat him before, didn't he? Because that's mm -hmm. why he thought that. He fought um, Maidana. He thought that, everybody thought Maidana won because Maidana kind of got him the first, as far as pressure him the first couple rounds. Floyd dominated the later rounds of the fight. Then Floyd fought him again. Then Madonna went and fought Broner. Because that's when Broner started humping him and doing all that dumb stuff. They fought back-to-back. -back. Even mm. if you go back and watch the All Access, there was a, they're back-to-back. -back. Okay. But, like I said, that was just that was just something I thought. But what I, what I now on the other side of that thought process, that's just something I just wanted to express, mm -hmm. see what you thought. No, you're right. I also think this was a big part, too. And, and kind of going against my point a little bit, it was people that they wanted to see fight, fight. Boxing yeah. has a thing yeah. where almost being undefeated almost doesn't mean anything because there's a lot of people actually boxing professionally. Like, if you go on boxing, boxing wreck, most dudes, whether it's Muhammad Ali, Sugar Joe, I'm sure, Sugar Ray Robinson, Sugar Ray Leonard, most of their first almost 10, maybe even 15 to 20 fights are like one-star fights. It's not until that guy, somebody realizes, yo, he's a, he's a dog. You should challenge him. He should get mm -hmm. a title defense. And it's really a meaningful fight. So, so kind of going against my point, a more mature mindset, I think boxing also played a part. I still kind of do feel about the same way about the social media boxing thing, but not having the big dogs go against the big dogs. Mm -hmm. And it kind of being like that one guy you do know versus who's that? You know what I mean? So I th I think those two things played a little part. I See, think boxing kind of was his own worst enemy, and I think social media guys being like, "Oh, we know him, we know him. Oh, he's fighting him. 
oh yeah, let's see if we can do it. Rather than Tank is fighting the plumber, you know that that just the you dude know. that just started a couple weeks ago. Yeah, no, nah, and he's but undefeated see, against twenty why, more plumbers. But that's why I feel like, and I'm gonna state this early. Corey Stevenson is about to be the next star of boxing. I, I just think he, feel I think like he's he young. has the personality, he's young and he's the strong. skill to do it. I think Shakur, I think Shakur is the next big star in boxing. Plus, I a lot of the people don't want to fight him. I feel like right, it's people be shook up. to fight him. Yeah, they they do not. They be running fight from him. him. They be shook. And he, it's not like he's not openly challenging people. Right, he's, he's, he's openly like, like, yo, I want to fight, dude. I want to fight, fight him. I want to fight him. And they're just like. Mm-mm, not doing it. Everybody keep moving up. Yeah, there's nobody for him. If everybody moves up, there's no one for him to fight. Mm-hmm. Like, but he's a big dude for as young as he is. Yeah. I feel like he has plenty of time to move up and fight these people no, if yeah. he wants to. If they want to fight him. I think he wants to be undisputed though, and he can't. Well, he'll get it by like default. If when like when Charlo fights Canelo, mm-hmm. the WBO is making him the the moment the bell rings, he has to drop that belt. Yeah, so he's technically not undisputed. Mm-hmm. But once he the fight happens once the uh, announcements are made. It's going to be undisputed, undisputed. But I think they're fighting at one sixty eight. So he he technically, well, if Charlo wins, I think he would technically become what he would do what Crawford just did. Yeah, he'd be the second person to be a two time undisputed champ. Mm-hmm. Now, but the thing is, is he going to stay up at one sixty eight? He could win that fight and then be like, all right, cool. Don't now I'm dropping, do I'm dropping down yeah. to 140, and then he can challenge the fight for the belt again. So it's yeah. like boxing's weird. Yeah. I don't know. I, I just – the boxing has to make some adjustments to it. I think they have to, to be There's too really many titles and weight classes. Mm-hmm. They got to get – it should be, from I, my humble opinion, 10 pounds on. There's different classes at three pound differences. Like, what are yeah, we doing here? There's no reason for that. Like, we talking about one forty seven to one fifty four, and I'm like, bro, that's not a huge jump like that. Like, yeah, don't get twisted. It it is a jump for your if you struggling to make one forty seven. Right. You know what I'm saying? But it's like when in the reality of it, it's like that's not a huge jump right. as compared to like. I feel like if you can fight somebody at one forty, fighting somebody at one. 49 shouldn't be seen as such a mismatch to me. Yeah, yeah. It should be pretty close. I you mean, mean like, it should be, like, little differences, but not nothing that you can't account for in preparing for the fight, like, training-wise. You right. know what I mean? You know, but that's that's just my overall boxing opinion on this fight and yeah. what's to come, you know. Yeah. Well, um, let's take a short break. Let's get into some football real quick. Oh, yeah. Because I haven't gotten to talk football with you in a while. Hey, man, you know, we're I here now. talking football. We're here. Yes. So let's take a short break, and we'll be back at you with some more Tap In Podcast, man. Aren't you just excited? Mm-hmm. All right, we're back. Good people. We're back. Yes. Now, before we went on break. Oh, there you go. Cheers, there. No more beautiful sound. There you go. Yeah. My God. <sighs> And if you're a brewery or any other you know, alcoholic uh, supplier and you want to support the podcast, mm-hmm. give me a call. <laughs> Hit my email. Do that. It's linked at the bottom. I yeah. would love to drink anything you give me as long as it's not Vlad. Yeah, don't have, uh, no Can't do that. Can't do that. No, can't do that one. See, a lot of people, like, I was surprised when Gilly and Wallow took on New Amsterdam. Because hmm. to well, me... That's like that's still like right, right, right there. 
Yeah. That's on the cusp of like mid-tier to low-tier. All you needed was a dub. Mm-hmm. You get you one. You have five, you get the big joint. Mm-hmm. That's why I was shocked. That's mid to low-tier right there. Mm-hmm. You know, one day we should come in here and make a tier list of our I would do of it. alcoholic beverages. And we because I feel like them. it grows as you mature. Because mm-hmm. I remember thinking Grey Goose was like, I mean, just the... The peak of it all. I used to think Grey Goose was like that was the epitome it. of what. Dude, you used to see that in like then you every. you had the huge bottle, the $60 drone. You used to see that in like every adult's cabinet. And I would be like, damn. God had a great. They Goose. must not want nobody to open that because that's been here for a while. Right. Like that's I saw that last year Goose too. Goose been here for a minute. This been here for a while. You must the not want to no, get them loose. That must be for like special occasions right there. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like just it. open that for any yeah, reason. Like, like that's man, that's special right there. This is just vodka. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm not even a vodka bull no more. It's regular old vodka. Ain't nothing. The hmm. bo- not I wouldn't say bullshit. That's mid tier right there. No, I wouldn't say no, I wouldn't say yes, Great Goose is, is mid to high tier. It's like it's so if I'm right if I'm gonna get a cranberry vodka and I'm a I'm a pick the vodka, I'm going Great Goose is gonna cost you a little extra. It's gonna cost you, you know. I'm going to get a goose and crane. It's going to cost you a little extra. A little goose and crane. That red goose costs a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they little don't go- come like that. They don't come like that. Little goose and crane. <laughs> What's mm. at the end of uh, pipping, all over, pipping All Over the World? If you oh, vodka, but Cat Williams talks about it's like the color glass, of blood. And it looks like blood. That's because there's no vodka. That's why it's $3 a glass. <laughs> <laughs> so put your hands down. <laughs> bro, when you think That's about like how crazy. influential Cat Williams was at the time, bro, it is crazy. Bro. Crazy, bro. He was literally the guy. Cat Williams, man. The guy. Pimp Chronicles was something, man. Came on this, bro. I'm telling you, Audi Sadiq's coming to Philly, bro. We should go September 7th to the 9th. Is he really? He's coming to Let's Philly. Let's go. I'm excited I don't for even that got, one. You ain't even got asked me twice. Let's go. I'm go, I'm going because I want to see it. It's one of the things I'm trying to do. Like I did want to hit this Jodeci concert to, uh, for Sunday, and I still may be able to just get a lawn ticket and head down, but mm-hmm. just going to do more stuff like that, man. Go to mm-hmm. concerts and shows and stuff. The comedy shows are a little different because of the ambient lighting. Right. I, I've never experienced it. I want to... It's definitely a little different. Excuse me. I enjoy it because it's like... Only thing about Philly, though, is, at least that I've noticed, is we don't laugh at stuff easily. Mm. Like, you got to really be funny. Cause we will smooth like just you really dry. Gotta be funny. Just, just will not laugh at anything. And that's good though, cause if you killed it, you know you did your darn thing. Yeah. And I think Ali yeah. is, now is a big enough name to where if he's, I mean, he's doing a huge tour. I mean, he, he's, he's he's anybody who doesn't know who we are talking about, do yourself a favor and go watch Ali Sadiq's standups. He has yes. two great standups: the Domino Effect and Domino Effect Part Two. two. They are both, both are immaculate, amazing. like top tier comedian shit. They may not talk about it like that, but that's like that's he's like, on to come up. That's like comedic, he's, and you, comedic and you, genius. Now shit. at this point, I know Gary Owens had him on podcast on his podcast. Um, the rapper from uh, the um, the Ghetto Boys uh, is it Willie D? Hey, you got me on. That. I don't. I don't know why I don't, I don't know. know if I. But one of the. He's got a podcast. He's been on there. So now he's he's been around. And now he's making his rounds. You've probably seen a social media clip, especially around Father's Day. The past two to three years, you've probably seen this clip where he's talking about how Father's Day oh, and is the worst it. day. It's the worst yeah. day ever, yeah. You've probably seen him and you'd be like, oh, like, oh, yeah, I've seen him before. He's really that boy when it comes to this comedy game. Dude, let me tell you something. I've never seen anybody 
get emotional on stage, Bro, like break down. I've seen that, and then bring you back to a laugh. Like I was I've seen like, that. whoa! I said he's different. He's, he's literally he's different. I've never seen anybody like him. That, that he's was goaded. epic. Goaded. That like, and he does all his stand-ups on YouTube, so it's not mm-hmm. like you gotta pay for him. You just go on YouTube and watch him, bro. Yes, I'm telling you, for hours, you will rewatch that shit multiple times hey, yo, just to laugh at jokes that you've already seen. Like he's amazing. I don't know if it's hard for comedies to have a rewatch uh, value, but man, I've rewatched Domino Effect Part Two like three times. I have to and get something different from it every time. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's amazing. I like comics that do real life stuff. Like when right. you tell me about your real life, I just appreciate it more because like it gives me something to relate to. Right. Like there don't get me wrong, there's comics that just like do bits. They may be like socially conscious, so they talk about social stuff mm-hmm. like DL Hughley yep. is a good one. Um but like people that get like intimate with you and they tell you like real life stuff, stuff mm-hmm. that they've experienced is real stuff that's like how they feel in certain moments. Mm-hmm. To be able to do that and make it hilarious is is a real yep. skill. Like you're, that's that's a skill right there. Ryan Davis, kind of kind of on a different level, uh, even though I know he does stand up and stuff. Ryan Davis is it was one of my favorite uh, right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Country Wayne, there's so many, bro. The dude, um, I still gotta watch. Um, what's it? The eighty five South with uh, DC Young Fly and Chico. I haven't watched it yet. I still gotta watch it. Who's he's a big dude? He's got like <laughs> curly hair. Godfrey. Nah. Um, he like big dude, husky dude, light skinned dude, curly hair. Does all the like mechanics be like Walmart employees be like? Are you putting the wigs on? I think it's like K something or something like that. You might have to send me that. I, I might send you something. I like I like his stuff. Um, it's it's a couple dudes I like that I, that I, that are doing some different. While in comedy, everybody's kind of doing the spoof thing. This is what they'd be like. Mm-hmm. Desi does the dudes in white forces versus black forces. I like Desi too. It's you know, yeah. I think comedy's cool. Comedy's in a good place. Everybody's doing something different. I everybody's think it's starting. To, it's cool because it's a lot of different faces now. It's not just like one guy that you just point to and be like, he's the guy. Right. You know I mean, he's get ready to have his run, and then it'll end until we get the next guy. You know what right. I mean? Everybody's starting to find like their niche, and yep. everybody's winning in their own way. So I just think it's a good time. It's there a good go. time to watch some comedy. However, when we went to break, as I say, I man, promised people some football let's talk. Get football in here, and we're gonna talk some gosh darn football. Can't wait to hear that, man. <laughs> Bro, I think they said bro, now every week is football. Bro, We're back I, in football season. I was season, so, so excited good. to watch the Hall of Fame game. I didn't even realize it was on. I've never been so geeked to watch a Hall of Fame game in my life. I cannot stand preseason like oh, it's, it's not my be, team. Now, the only preseason game I'm about to be, it's, I'll, I'll watch the first one, and then the rest go on is like background. I'm moves. watching them all, bro. I'm telling you. I don't know what it is about this season in particular, but I've never been so excited to watch football in my life, bro. It's, For some reason, this break just felt a little harsher than the other longer, ones. Man, I, I yeah. got that stain of the L last season. It just man. it just feels a little harsher than it did before. Like it's this one, I'm genuinely like, okay, I'm ready. I'm ready to watch this. I felt like SpongeBob in that episode where he's telling the flashback. Yeah. He's just sitting at the restaurant table, like, <laughs> and football. It's got a sting, right? Mm-hmm. Because at least I got the playoffs. I technically got 22 weeks of football to, for my team to play. But, like, when your team doesn't make it, 
Now yeah. it's like, bro. We, I gotta watch all this bull. Yeah, I gotta watch not, the playoffs. I gotta watch Super Bowl, that, Pro Bowl. Unless you're, all and, this if you're really shit. just one of those football fans who just like your team, now it's like, damn, I just. Now what? Now I, I got to freaking the draft, but you get hyped for it. Go because it goes Super Bowl break. Then the draft is the time you get you're drawn in. You probably watch the combine, maybe. Then you have the draft itself, and then you got the rookies go to that like mandatory camp mm-hmm. immediately after the draft, and then you got the OTAs, and then camp, and then it's like then it's he so you so like you got from what's football season end uh, January ish end of December if you don't make the playoffs though uh, like November <clears throat> yeah no no was, no 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 the season end ends, of November early December yes and then so then you go from then to like. August to even see your team put a uniform on. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something. I, I like. I'm a football like nerd. I tell people that all the time. A lot of people think that when I talk about people's teams, I'm trying to talk shit. I am genuinely interested. Now, I will give you in that. the thoughts will, and opinions will, yeah. of you other come people's teams. You come teams. with what very. <clears throat> you come with unbiased. With, you know, like facts about a team, like mm-hmm. you know, y'all look like this. How you, but how are you going to handle this? Like you come mm-hmm. with real, unlike I just don't like your team. You know, situation. I, I don't think I've ever like unless my team is going to play another team. Then I'll talk shit like just to make fun of it because it's always fun when you're doing. Yeah, you got it. to. It's what we do. And then like if your team loses, you feel like shit. But if you win, you get to right. ride that high for like weeks because that's yeah. maybe the only time I. Yeah, see if you don't play each other the rest of the season, it's yeah, like, oh, we got y'all that. I year. got you. So we could have did it too. Yeah, you know I mean, but anyway. It's just like I just love football. Like I could literally sit down and watch the freaking Indianapolis Colts play the Houston Texans and be like, "Yo, Damian Pierce is a dog." Oh yeah, you know what I mean? Uh, or or watch Michael Pittman go crazy and be like, "Yo, this is why Michael Pittman is really that guy." Football like I just, and basketball, I just are the love sports it. That I like, I can I can watch other teams that aren't mine and get the same joy out of the fact that the football season on. Am I as invested? Of course not, but I like watching what other teams do. So when we play them, we're just I just freaking love watching football. Like, mm-hmm. I love when football season Addicted here. to it. It's just great, man. It's <clears throat> And it's short. Basketball, you have 82 games. Baseball, you have 160 plus. Mm-hmm. Hockey, there's 82 games. Mm-hmm. Uh, MLS, I think there's 20 plus, maybe 30, but probably lower 20s. Mm-hmm. Um, well, uh, uh, if you watch cricket, I don't know. I don't know. What else do we got? <laughs> if you watch um, cricket. What else we got? Did I miss anything? Lacrosse, but that's short too. I like lacrosse though, but there's no well, fun. there's the MLS. So I don't even know how to watch those games. But if you're watching lacrosse, you're watching college, yeah, which is yeah. actually quite fun. You should give it a chance. The moral of the story: football, you got 18 games. Yeah, and then well, you then the worst yeah, you got 18. The weeks, worst is the bye week when your team is like, <clears throat> it's like, damn man, like my team not playing this week. Playing, all these like, other people's on TV. I would all right, just because. I want to get through this relatively quickly because we could talk about this for hours at a time. I got you. Um, give me your sleeper teams for the year. Sleeper teams. Teams that nobody thinks of. Like, that team is going to be good, but nobody knows it because for some reason fans live in the previous year and never like in what the team currently looks Easy. like. Easy. Sleeper teams. Giants, Jets. You think the Jets is a sleeper team? Only because I don't I don't think people right now care about the hype of the Jets. Mm. I think they might. It's just because Aaron Rodgers is there. Of course, they're going to talk about him. I don't think people actually believe in the Jets. 
That's why I still say a sleeper team. I don't think they okay. actually believe they will be that good. Be and good. I do think actually they can. Um, only the Bills because of the it's only they're only talked about for the Stefan Diggs thing. Josh Allen not winning. So um, they're not necessarily low key teams. It's just how they're being covered is why I'm choosing these teams. Mm, okay. Um, those J- Jets, Giants, Bills. Um, I definitely can't say the Bengals. Um, maybe the 49ers. Um, the 40 complainers. <laughs> God darn, man. Let it go. Um, you know what's funny? Before you finish that, I just want to throw this tad bit out there. <clears throat> I find it funny that there's always a team like that. that and those teams like- never win. Perfect example. The New Orleans Saints were that team <laughs> for so long. All they do is complain, or all they did was complain when they when had When we won the Super Bowl. Oh, we couldn't win because, oh, y'all got lucky here. You lost, and they you're home. swore. Just live with it. In 2017, it was like, they well, were like, it wouldn't happen if y'all played us. All right, okay, sure. Yeah, and they just kept talking, and then the next year they didn't do it, and then the year after that they didn't do it. It's just like, this is what you get. You shouldn't have been talking shit. Yeah. The 49ers are the newest team in that collection because now not only do they talk a lot of shit, they're drinking the Kool-Aid because they really don't believe that they need a quarterback. You listen right. to them talk about Sam Darnold thing. and Brock Purdy. They're like, yeah, we, we got it sewed up. Look at the team we have. We're Say, excellent. All right, guys. Uh, okay. Now, when you get down now, into remember, this season. Now, remember, we got film on Purdy start- now. We got the film on. When you so, get about halfway into the season and it's not looking too good and everybody starts asking you what's going wrong, you better keep that same energy. Better keep the you same better energy. not blame that quarterback. You better not say, hey, we just need better, uh, you know, play from the quarterback. So those teams, Debo and I'll say, uh, to throw this in there, who do I feel like has the most to prove? Deshaun Watson got to have at least a 500 season. He's making ridiculous money. He's got a full guaranteed contract, and the excuses are about to be gone now about you not playing no offseason. You got to win some games. You know what's funny? And then to, to, to finish. Go ahead, finish that. To finish. Um, at the NFC underway. Maybe Pittsburgh. Kind of had some steam there. Kenny Pickett got, you know. I like that pick. Maybe Pitt. Um, I like that. And I think that's it for me. I think that's it. So. Y'all too, because y'all always be having, y'all kind of always find a radio under the just, radar. But y'all, when y'all get hot and good, we're just being disrespected out here. Okay, so is Dalvin Cook, by the way. I right? just don't. We'll get to that next. But you're on my list. You're on the list. You're but, on the super team list. I, we just get disrespected every year, and it's just sickening because everybody always talk about you know Kirk and all this other shit. I get it. Kirk doesn't know. You like that? I don't. I I'm not the biggest Kirk fan myself, and I get it. You know. But it's not like he's ass. He can fucking play. Where's the upgrade at? Like, people act like quarterbacks just fall from the tree. You could just go, oh, <laughs> here goes a better quarterback. Let's just insert him. Like, you, you don't get opportunities to get these guys the way y'all think people do. Like, the football true. does not work like that, buddy. There's a salary cap. You got to meet it. Yeah. And the only way you're going to get better at certain positions is if you spend the money. Well, if the person you're paying is already right there, right in there with yeah. the top people, how are you gonna pay for the other dude? Like, you, that's real. You, it just doesn't happen like that. You know that's what I mean, the point. However, um, they did draft a quarterback, which is funny. I think he might be decent. I kind of like him. But anyway, um, I don't think Deshaun Watson has to do anything. You don't think so? I don't think people will notice. 
I don't know. It's the if contract. He has a, it's the contract. It is the contract. It's the Browns. But let me tell you, but this, it's but the this is this is let me tell you how this is being framed. Everybody, if you turn on your your uh, first takes or your speaks or first things first, right. whatever, whatever you watch, whatever you watch. Everybody only brings up Deshaun Watson in regards to the money he makes. Not the talent. However, when they pull up these top 10, top 15 lists, he's nowhere to be seen. It's almost like he doesn't exist. You know what? And then nobody ever has a problem with, well, why isn't Deshaun Watson on the list? He's getting paid X amount of dollars. If Deshaun Watson goes out there and he lays a goose egg, the only thing people will say is, it's Cleveland's fault. This is what Cleveland does. They're still the Browns. He doesn't have to do anything. He could shit the bed and nobody will care. He's red guaranteed. The <laughs> only way Deshaun Watson will be relevant is if he goes out there and he balls. And then the narrative changes around the Browns and him. Got but it. if they lay a goose egg and they're trash this year, nobody will care. It won't even be a topic. I think it'd be a topic I, because of the money, because of the money, but I don't know if it actually is anything to his legacy. So it's a good point. That's what I'm saying. So, I, but my sleeper teams, I got Denver. I think Ooh, Denver's that, a sleeper team. I think they're, I think they're low key good. Um, they have some work to do to kind of gain their chemistry back and like get back in the winning they mind do. frame. They do. However, I do believe that they can get back on track. You got Sean Payton. He knows a thing about winning, so yeah. you could do it. Um, the Commanders. I think the Commanders is going to shock the freak. They're going to shock everybody. I think the Commanders is probably one of my biggest sleepers. When you look across the board, they're just stacked. They're just stacked. And it's like quietly, too. Like nobody, like they, last year they won eight games with no quarterback. That's the point. No quarterback. Another point. They were one game away from being five hundred. Stacked D lines, and no one talks about it. The defenses. It's one of the most stacked defenses that nobody talks about. And I'm great. I'm a diehard. And their receiving core is young. Nothing over here, but I love football. And their and the Redskins got a squad. Receiving core. That's because I tell you what. Running backs. Young. I was nervous when Baltimore wasn't looking like they was going to pay him. And I was like, yo, this nigga go to the Redskins. Dude, it would have been. This nigga go to the Redskins. Bro, we still it's gonna get the dangerous. Redskins. Dude, let me it's tell you. It's going to get violent. If he would have went to the Commanders, bro, I, I might have packed it in. I might have said they, they, I would have picked him to win the Super Bowl. I'm not going to lie to you. It wouldn't have been a far move. Like, he would have had to do a lot to get to D.C. from Baltimore. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying it's like a two-minute ride, but it ain't no hour-long ride. He would have been on a, a – I'm telling you, that D-line is like that. They're 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 young. They got a receiving core that I would have been nervous. <laughs> like I don't think that they really have a hole to be exploited like that. It's just the quarterback. It's just the quarterback, and the benefit that they like have is the line is amazing. Uh, well, they haven't really been. Offensive line is kind of iffy. No, don't do that now. No, I only see it's iffy because you could have a really good offensive line, but if your if your team doesn't perform that well, people really aren't looking right. at your it offensive line matter. in that right. light. Could you know be the best damn offensive line in the world. Great point. If you're not winning, they really don't care that much. You know what I mean? Good point. Good point. So, um, 
I just feel like it's not a lot of ways that they can't attack you. When Brian Robinson will be there this year, that was a big part of their offense at the end of the season because mm-hmm. dude is a freaking tank. I don't. I've never seen anybody get shot and come back and play in a football game and just truck get, get three people off his body. Man, bro. I knew he was bro. different. I knew he was different. Dude, dude, man, but man, anyway, as old as he was hard, him like, and Antonio Gibson is going to be a good backfield. Receivers, like I said, they're all young and they're all dogs from freaking Terry to. Dotson, the freaking NFL uh, Curtis scary, Samuel um, defense, like we said, is already immaculate. Their front seven is probably right there with the Eagles. I'm not going to lie to you. The yeah. Eagles and the Cowboys. I mean, if that's the teams that they want to throw up there. Yeah. Um, but just across the board, a good team. So that's one of, that's probably my biggest sleeper right there, the Commanders. Um who uh another sleeper i'm going with the baltimore ravens i don't think people expect much from them i don't think, think so i think people think that the Bengals own that division i Great don't think point. they do but i'm i'm going with the ravens um another sleeper team that i think could be good the atlanta falcons and I know that they play in a weak they division. They made some moves too. But they made they've some loaded moves up. this offseason. They've loaded up and they've loaded up in a weak division. Well, I'm not gonna say it's weak because I still need the the jury is out on Carolina. I think Carolina has the potential to be really good too. Right. Um, but Atlanta is another sleeper team of mine that I'm like, yeah, they they got a they got a chance that of doing something. Good. Good. That was damn good. Um I mean, I guess you could throw my team in there. My Vikings are definitely un- underrated. We just get talked bad that. about it all times, and I just I don't appreciate it. I don't like where it comes from. It doesn't I sound understand. educated when they I talk. Understand. I understand. It's just it's all right. When they win the division again, we'll just be sitting here, hey, you know, months hey. later, talking about who just saw this coming. The Lions folded. I knew that was coming. That actually knew it was coming. If I I don't know how I left <clears> them off. The Lions might be might be my number one to what you have is the Redskins. The only thing that held the Lions back last year was the defense. I'm done with them. If the Lions ever get a defense, them Negroes can score. I'm done with them. Them Negroes can Every score the football. Every single time you expect the Lions to be good, they shit to bed and then give you a promise at the end of the season. They've done the same thing. For two years consecutively, these games are really close. They're a good team. They look really, and then their record shows. Ah, they're all right. They're all right. That's that's just what happens. They're okay. They always lose in these fucking these close games. If they just get this one thing, I'm dying. I'm done with them. This one thing could make the difference for this team. Always an excuse. They need a quarterback. Jared Goff's not that good. Jared Goff plays the best season of his career. If they had a defense, (laughs) same shit. I got you. Next year, well, they had a kicker. They had a kicker that could kick the ball past 30 yards. They'd be great. (laughs) I'm done with it. I'm done with it. (laughs) I'm gonna laugh at them being their itchy too. I can kick straight. You know, they in the bowl. You know, I just don't understand how they keep losing these games. <laughs> Something's not right. Oh God, that was great, man. 
<laughs> this year's defense. Well, <laughs> all right. Oh, that um, was great. Uh, Super Bowl favorites. Let's get out the way early. I I always try to give this because I say this because it, when you're a fan and you pick your team, yeah, it's all fandom. Sounds. Biased, I'm saying yeah. this as an unbiased football fan, and the Eagles to me aren't even my number one. But if I had to pick, I think Joe Burrow won't be revenge, and I think that dude that made that play to actually ultimately put the Chiefs not not to say it like that. I don't know if that foul is if the penalty is called and the Chiefs are going. That's all I'm saying. Joe Burrow almost did it again, which he proved he's done before, and he came back and did it and beat um hey, even saying it this way, beat Patrick Mahomes as the football's not a team game. Mm. I think Joe got something to prove and I think he won that spot back in the Super Bowl. I do think <clears> the <throat> Niners are hungry, and if they pull this off with having McCaffrey and Devo and all these guys hungry, motivated, they can be a Super Bowl team. Uh I think Josh Allen has a lot to prove and wants to break the uh, big game stigma that he can't play in them and all that stuff and the digs media and all this stuff that's circulating these that team. Um, Lamar, because I definitely think he got something to prove. And I will say the Eagles. And the reason I say us, like I gave a reason for every team, we're he- if we can stay healthy, we did lose Hargrave, we did lose Kaiser White, uh, we did lose pieces, but I felt like we got younger. Um, I felt like I believe in the quarterback. Of course, any issue can happen in the rise. I can't predict the future. I don't know what's going to happen uh, two seconds from now. Yeah. Um, but I see a talented team. I see a team that can definitely win um, the NFC East. And I just see a team that can Get win. Get it done. But I'm not going to act like the 49ers are just going to fall down. I'm not gonna act like the Cowboys as much as I can stand. It's not even hate. I just it's it's I just don't like even. a fly. Yeah. It just it just won't Bugging leave you alone. You. It just, yeah. just keeps infuriating. Yeah. But every year they have one of the most talented rosters on on paper and somehow it's almost un- amazing at this point, beat themselves. But every year on paper, they can do it. And even the Giants this year to me. Hell no. no uh, just follow what I'm saying. I'm talking mm-hmm. about the NFC East. I got you. It's, yeah. You win the, the, the East, then we talk about playoffs. It's all in order. I don't put – we got to get here first because you can't get there without getting here. So, you know, Saquon's playing. If Saquon is playing and – um, I do – I, I so forgot that they name? got – they do have a chance because I forgot that they went and got the uh, tight end out of Vegas, um, uh, got, uh, Darren Waller. Darren Waller. So, I did forget what's that. His, they did the make some improvements. Name? Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones, yeah. Is playing better and they – is it Dayball? Yeah. Is a good coach. That's the makings of a team that can win. Yeah. You yeah. know, I'm not saying they're going to the NFC Championship, but I'm just saying, you know, um, so those are the teams. The teams I mentioned are my, my favorites. Gotcha. Well, we're going to take a short intermission, and I'm going to give you my favorites, and then we're going to go into a couple other topics on the Tap In Podcast, guys. All right, we're back. Back with some more of this beautiful podcast. Yes, sir. Beautiful. Now, where we left off at. Beautiful. I had yet to give my favorites. So, I'm going to... Let's just do this. Mark it down. Here we go. The Baltimore Ravens and the Philadelphia Eagles will be in the Super Bowl. Whoa. 
I am surprised to hear that from you. Um. Not, okay. Not surprised. I'm not surprised. I I was hesitant to pick the Eagles for a while because it, as you know, it's not easy to get to the same place twice. Um, the Super Bowl, you have to think about it. It requires an elongated season. Yep. So you have to take on more games. And yep. then you have a shorter offseason to prepare for what people in your division and in your conference have been preparing for longer right, than you season have. ended. The Eagles have a good amount of older faces that they require to fill big roles. However, the older faces are in places where if they do get hurt, it's really not the end of the world for you. Um, the name of the game in football right now is offense. There's not many offenses that can compete with these dudes. I'm going to just keep it a buck with you. In the NFC right now, there's not many offenses that can compete with the Eagles. Um, I think their defense won't look as good. Maybe because of that, they lose a couple more games, but not like a crazy drop-off to the point where you just don't even know this team anymore. You right. know what I mean? Understood. Um, but offensively, they still have some of the best players in the game. A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith is literally like, I don't know why people don't put him on the list, but to me, if I'm evaluating receivers, that's a top 10, top 5 potential guy right there. It's nothing he can't do. Great hands. His route running is ridiculous. Yeah. He's fast after the catch. It's not like you're just going to catch him. He's not a – he. whatever you need him to do, he can do it. Whatever route you got, you put him on, he can make something happen out of it. That's real. That's just – he's just one of the best receivers in football. It's not even that hard to, to identify, to me at least. Mm. Um, The only concern is that DeAndre Swift, boy. Let me tell you, after watching him for about three seasons in Detroit, I can tell you, the boy got a problem with health. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm, 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 I've seen that. That I've seen. I've acknowledged that one. Um, the Eagles still have Rashad Penny, which I think is an Kenneth underrated pickup. And, Kenneth uh, Gainwell is also a dog. I really thought they were going to rock out with Kenneth Gainwell and give him an opportunity, but I then think, they bought in Swift, and I was like, all right, I guess I think you're doing that. I think our two featured backs will be – I don't think we're keeping all of them, to be honest. We have four running backs. Yeah. Boston Scott is making more than uh, uh, Penny. Penny. Mm-hmm. Penny technically got all his guaranteed money, the 600000 yeah. mm-hmm. So anything he makes during the year is his incentives. Is, 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 is all incentive-based salary, mm-hmm. making the team, getting your game checks. Where Boston Scott is like guaranteed like $2 million. He's already counting more for the cap. I don't know if it's $2 million, but that's his overall cap number. Yeah. So, I don't. I don't think we're keeping four running backs. I don't think so either. But and I think Trey Sermon is still even on the roster or the practice squad. We have four running. We have five running backs. Mm. Well, obviously somebody's gonna go practice squad and and you know I don't know how this is gonna go. I don't know if all of them are making the roster. Is what I'm yeah. saying. No, I get you. But I'm still. I'm even like I'm saying. No, they have yeah, a good we're, rotation of backs. 
So that's why I'm to not me, too concerned. To me, it's also depth. I'm very big on depth. I don't yeah. care how talented you are. Yeah. If the drop, and it's always crazy. This, a second string guy is a second string guy for a reason. But when the second string guy can at least be a C, yeah. and like you said, in today's defensive, non-defensive area of football, it's like, all right, dude, bro, just like don't get murdered out there. Just mm-hmm. be a pro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, and offensively, the line is if, 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 like anything. Like you said, football, it's not even just about the talent. It's the health. The teams that repeat, the teams that – Keep getting to the playoffs. Say like the Chiefs and the Bengals, they be, excuse me, they just remain healthy. And I'm sorry because mm-hmm. I'm going on you, but I want to hear your no, you're right. Point. Uh, to to back up your point, the year the Chiefs uh, lost the Super Bowl, their tackles was injured. Yep, yep. Health. There you go. <laughs> you know, <clears throat> I, health is a big role. Health is probably the biggest part of football. Yep. And you like, got the most talented roster in the world, but if they're if not no, playing, if, it don't you can't feel like, them. It doesn't matter. Yeah, bro. Um. I think the Eagles are young in the right places. They're old in the right places. Like I said, I think the defense maybe takes a hit because, like it or not, C.J. Gardner-Johnson cleans up a lot of mistakes that some people were making. Um, Now at the safety position, they're a little bit weaker. So I think that'll make a bigger difference. At linebacker, they're also a little bit weaker unless – Dean steps Dean steps up this year and and really is that guy. We got Dean, somebody from the Bears, and there's a dude that – that was turning a lot of heads on special teams named Ellis, who just one of them like just an always by the ball guy. And yeah. I know that's great yeah, for yeah. camp, but like when you get in a game and they're picking at you, you, can we rely on yeah. you? Know what I mean? So I I like I, so to your, to uh, your safety point, um, a lot of dudes are working their way up the roster. We did draft Sidney Brown, yeah, who yeah. a lot of people projected to go higher, and apparently he's already turning heads. Um, so what I've been hearing, and then we got Tremont, Trey, Trey, Tremont, Tremont Edwards, Tremont Edwards, Edmonds, my bad, Edmonds, excuse me. Um, so what I've been hearing is he's been starting and Reed. Uh, now Sydney's worked his way up to first to first team reps. Um, Kevon Wallace was somebody who was drafted a couple years ago. That's from what I'm hearing from camp is kind of coming into his own, coming out of his show a little bit. I'm actually going uh, Sunday to the open practice, so. Be cool to see everything then, but you know yeah. what I mean. I'm just, uh, I'm just excited. Uh, but you know, like I said, well, I want to hear your Ravens take. Oh, the Ravens is easy. They're just the better team. If they can stay healthy, you can't beat them. I mean, I listen. and the defense got to prove when they got Roquan Smith <clears throat> last uh, last year. Yes, yeah, last year. I think the Chiefs are a really good team. I think the Bengals are a really good team. But when the a lot Ravens, of holdouts too, Cowboys, Zach Martin, Chiefs, yeah. Clark is it Clark? Or yeah, uh, uh, Frank Clark. Frank Clark. Uh, yeah. Um, it's a lot. Diggs just got paid, uh, but Zach Martin didn't. Yeah, and he and they're getting fined. Bosa can't get fined because he's still a rookie, so he can have his. Uh, mm-hmm. it, I forget what the, uh, re- uh, rectified or something, but Clark and uh, Martin, it's like fifty k a day. Them brothers want to get paid. I, mean, hey. I don't blame them. When you're the best at what you do and you're contributing to winning football, you you got to give me what I'm worth. Especially with the way we just seen how you did the running backs. Yeah. I definitely don't trust you now. Yeah, because man. eventually you could just say that about all of our positions. Yeah. yeah. You could one day decide, hey, you know, wide receivers really not that valuable. There's a lot of these guys out here that could do this shit. There's a lot of dudes that want to run and catch a football. We so just, uh, let's just let's just plug one of these fifty thousand different guys that we can get in yeah, here and get a guy from the XFL who wants to make it for a year. Yeah, I mean, 
who's to say we don't really need to pay these guys top dollar anymore? That's true. Let's get them out of here. You got to get paid. You got to look out for yourself. So I, I agree. I you know? Listen, now more than ever, I would say if you're eligible to get it, go get, get it. Get paid, my brother. Get and if paid. I was a running back in the NFL like a rookie, I'm doing one year, and then we got to renegotiate. Well, you can't. When you sign your rookie contract, you're bound for those four years. I feel you. But I, we got to figure something out. I, I was having this discussion with because I'm actually interested to, to other stuff you want to talk about outside of sports. I felt like if outside of the – Realistically, for well, the fourth round, I'd rather go undrafted because your signing bonus can mm-hmm. be bigger as an undrafted free agent than it is than a it? than a fifth, sixth, or seventh round pick. Mm-hmm. Brock Purdy is in California <laughs> playing San Francisco taxes, and his signing bonus was only like fourteen, like seventy nine thousand dollars. Man, let me tell you. Whereas there's undrafted free agents who get like a hundred fifty thousand dollars signing bonus. And you can re, re you can re, you can renegotiate your contract earlier. I'm gonna tell you some real life shit right now. The San Francisco 49ers have to win soon, because if they don't, I don't think they will ever be able to field a team that's competitive again. Because who the fuck is gonna want to play in San Francisco? It is expensive crazy. as fuck to live in. Bro, there they have because I like looking up like a, on apartments.com different places and what they're charging for certain stuff. Mm-hmm. They're they're charging like 2500 for like studios. Yeah. And you got to think if you're a rookie going out there as a seventh round pick unless you got family out there, you're probably rooming with somebody. You know what I mean? Like yeah, that even a you know a low check in the NFL is is decent money to what the average person makes. But it's the only thing when you pass the like fourth round the only thing guaranteed to you is your signing bonus. Mm-hmm. And, yes, it's a heap sum of money, but there's taxes taken out. If you want to do something for your mom or your grandma or, any, you know, whatever, you, that's the only thing guaranteed to you. The next four years, you have to make the team and keep earning the, the salary. Mm-hmm. But the only thing that you were guaranteed was the signing bonus that you got when you signed with the team. Mm-hmm. Dude, so it's that's like, what I'm telling you. Real-life shit. This is real life stuff we're talking here. This is not this is the glitz and glamour of the NFL. And I know a lot of people are probably looking at it like, oh, they don't know what they're talking about. Right. NFL players get paid millions. Who who's not gonna sign in San Fran? Buddy, you need it's to hop not, on your it's, you need to hop on up. your apps and look at the cost of living in San Francisco and how much the comparison are they getting paid. These these guys are not making out in San Francisco the way you think they are. It was the mar- bro. Somebody broke down Jalen Brown's contract after taxes, his sixty million a year turns into twenty five million. No, that's not a little amount of money. But think about the number I just said. He's making sixty million a year through FICA, all that stuff. It drops down to twenty five million dollars. Mm-hmm. Yes, you, I'm not trying to get you to feel sorry for him, but I'm sure everybody who ever listens to this <clears throat> podcast. From now on, forever and here is the very thing I just said. Dude. If you've seen your sixty million dollar salary turn into twenty five after those taxes, that's you'd just, be hurt too. Let's just do the mathematics and here real quick. To, before, to, you, before you do the before you do the math to what we were just talking about with the guaranteed contracts, it was the thing that came out about Demar Hamlin because if he got released, he was owed oh, they no didn't more owe money. Him no money. Yeah, the they could have did he, him. He was wrong. like a fourth. He was a low pick. They could have did him. The foul. only thing that he and they guaranteed they did pay him the rest of his contract throughout the season, but. The only thing that was guaranteed to him when he signed his NFL contract was the signing bonus he got, and I don't I don't know how much uh, how much it was when he signed it. I don't know what the figure was, 
But it's not like it's this asterisk amount of number that you think I can retire off of. No. You know what I mean? There's still taxes that come out and everything. So he has to play and make the team to get his salary for First every of all, year. I just want to put this out there. This is since you brought up DeMar Hamlin. And people don't realize the DeMar Hamlin situation, if everything happens in an NFL season the way it's supposed to, like all the stuff, DeMar Hamlin wouldn't even have played. Yeah, he's, he's not a, a starter. Yeah, he was a third string guy. Like people keep people I I I saw somebody say to me, they was like, Where's DeMar Hamlin? How come he's not out there practicing with the guys? He's not a starter. Yeah, DeMar Hamlin. He was never gonna play again. <laughs> like, yeah, DeMar Hamlin is not a he's not the starter. He's that. he was one that's why it's it's cool what the Bills did for him and not cutting him and, and, and helping him out. Because like he's literally like one of those on the fringe guys that you can just cut for nothing. Like yeah. he's one of those guys that's just like you fighting for that last spot slash yeah. practice squad spot. Like he's not a guy that was gonna be there like long term. Yeah. Like, oh, this is a baller. The yeah. only reason Demar Hamlin got and this is no disrespect to him or his skill set, no, it's kinda no, no. messed he's up that I'm NFL, saying. I'm not. The he, only reason why people talked about him was because he had the the injury right, on the of field. The unfortunate mishap that happened. If that never happened to him, DeMar Hamlin would have just been another guy. You know what I mean? So that's why it's like that's why I said it's cool what the what the Bills did for him and, and keeping him around and giving him an opportunity to play football again and helping him make money in the right. league still. You know what that I mean? That was a solid move. I a move by them. I'm just happy of the awareness it brought. Like everybody thinks like, Oh, you're in the NFL and I, I love when they talked about it when um um I am athlete have first came out about you know, everybody knows NFL players make and guaranteed and non-guaranteed and this and that. It's not it's not like that right right yeah. away. And baseball is another sport. Baseball players for after if they're not drafted high in the in the in in the draft, don't necessarily get a huge signing bonus either either, and they automatically go to the minor leagues where the salary is like, bro. Ryan Howard was like, well, I was making eight hundred a month. Yeah. Now, if you're a first-round pick, you got a you know big signing bonus. All right, you know, cool. But everyone don't go. There was a dude, right? Mm-hmm. His name's Chaz McCormick, and he was my homie. Knows him from Westchester. He went to Henderson High School. Mm-hmm. His signing bonus was a thousand dollars. Then went to go make probably nothing in the MLB, and he's finally now uh, playing. He with the Astros got his got a World Series ring last year, but they go through arbitration where for four to six years. You don't make a lot of money, mm-hmm. according to what most people know about baseball. You know what I mean? I just want to say, like, for the I, and, and this the is the sports not to that make, you know that get, everybody doesn't have the, the millions major of dollars that people that think, think that you they get, have. Yeah. But to put this in perspective, just to bring it back full circle, because the 49ers for a second, I want you to think about this realistically. To make the money that you, the, the amount of money that you would think people get top dollar for, you know what I mean? You have to spend a lot. To keep yourself in shape. Yep. You think about it. Russell Wilson is spending a, what a meal on his body just mm-hmm. in in preparation. That's a million, and you know people are trying to do the same thing, if not more, because yep. they want the Russell Wilson contract, right. or they want the things that come with being a player, as, like that's in the same stratosphere as Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Then where you live, we're taking taxes out. You're trying to get a home. You got to pay taxes again because you got to pay that homeowner shit. You know what I mean? 
your your regular everyday expenses and you're really only getting paid within that span of football. Right, you only get paid during the your season. Your money is dry during the summer. Right. So you have to be good with your money during that time or have things to outside of football to help you maintain. Right. And if you live in San Francisco where the cost of living is already high and you're just yeah, another guy. This is like guy, $6 a gallon. And you're just another guy. It's awfully hard for you to fucking make it in San Francisco. Bro. And you don't always know when your next check is coming because it's, like I said, once you. Or set, how much it's going to be because of where you play it. Yeah. Because you're not you're always playing in San Fran. Yeah. Football, the first three, the, in football, when you go in the NFL draft, the first three rounds is where you really want to go. Like the first round, in the, the first pick in the second round, uh, Christian Watson, right, got like a, a $9 million contract, like $3 million guaranteed, you know. It's all that stuff. So it's a nice little, and he's most likely he has to prove he can't play. Even up to the third round, you they're going to give you. Even JJ Ortega Whiteside kept getting chances. Luckily, he played in Philly, so it wasn't mm-hmm. that as expensive. But if you're like a fifth, if you're like a fourth through seventh round pick, the signing bonus and maybe like your first year salary is what they'll guarantee you. After that, you don't know if you're making the team, and all the money that you may see on their contract isn't guaranteed so you don't even know if you're going to get it you're mm-hmm. probably not from where you play you know so you 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 know yes it's a lot of money for 18 what are you 21 <laughs> year old but it's not like if you you can just do what you want and know you got more coming because most likely outside of your first year you're not guaranteed to get any of that money and then don't you have to play for what is it Three, four you got to play four years to, to get vested. The, that's what I'm saying. So like, and Lamar, Demar Hamlin wouldn't have been a vested player. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's like, dude, you like, it's not easy to do this no. on a. Re- it's not like it. Like when people talk about the grind of an NFL, it is really a grind, bro. Especially when you' trying to make it. Like when, that's why them them freaking journeyman you gotta knocks. get a new apartment or get living out of a hotel for a that's season. That's why and... them fucking hard knocks uh, episodes and stuff. Like, bro, that's why whatever team is on it, they always make a fan out of me because you can always see like right. The there's player. somebody in there. These dudes for. is really trying to get it, bro. Like they could put the freaking Green Bay Packers. Or I don't like the Packers at all. But I watch just the Cowboys watching it. Not. I go back and watch I them, will like, 2002, 2008. I will literally like, be there like, damn, I really hope bro make the hope team, Hope he makes bro. the team. Like, I hope he get. Golly, the man. Falcons you see won, how he's the living? Browns. You yeah, like, mean, the Jets. I, you really be rooting for these te- like these players because it's an individual thing. And I feel like a lot of the times people don't think about the, the real life um, right. aspect to what these people deal with. And They're then, like, even robots, for a dude that gets to do the four years and makes the money, like, it's – not guaranteed from week to week you're going to get that paycheck. You can get cut anytime and they don't owe you anything. You anything yeah. That's why players fight for guaranteed money. That's why when you hear all these ridiculous contracts like one hundred like I remember Sue got one like hundred and twenty million with sixty guaranteed. But that may have been through other stuff that, that sixty was he probably only really got a fully guaranteed not only, but 30 million. Like, for them, to, and then what they do now, a lot of times in NFL contracts, they back end the deal with, like, a ridiculously high amount of... Uh, Incentives? No, like, it's this, your 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 salary would be like, like, A.J. Brown's salary in the next, like, next season is like $21 million. But they do that because they can then move the running around. They may convert it into a signing bonus. They really mm. give you upfront money 
And then by the time you get later <laughs> in the contract, either you haven't performed and the salary isn't guaranteed or they want you, they want to keep you around, but they want to bring assets around you or they want to get younger, whatever. So they take your guarantee, your non-guaranteed money that's still owed to you. It is a contract. So you might be owed 21 million in 2025, but they're going to say, Hey, we're trying to get younger and we're trying to get, um, uh, tackle. I don't know. So let's take the 20 million according to your salary. We'll give you, uh, 8 million convert 8 million to a bonus. And then, you know, whatever, whatever, but they do that so they can move your money around more. Mm -hmm. So it's not, it's not all this. It's not, you know, it's just not as easy (laughs) as it, and much as y'all think it is like, that's what I'm saying. But to that point, like I said, if you're a player in San Francisco, this is their last time because it's going to be hard to fill the team out there. Yo, I, I, with the cost of living, I don't know who could afford to do it. Yeah, that's just me though. I mean, unless you like hotel it up, like you don't right. live in San Francisco, and then like, like Chad talked about that, and yeah. TJ Usmanzada recently talked about that. He's like, he he lived at a, a hotel his rookie year, <laughs> mm-hmm. didn't have to spend no bread like that. Um, rented a car or. Something like that, and he was being in the hotel for free. Mm. So it was like, you know, it's you know, yes, you can be smart about it. Yes, uh, you know, yes to every question you could possibly have. It doesn't make it easy though. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But I digress. We yeah. did all this from me saying the Ravens was going to the Super yeah. Bowl. It's a beautiful thing, man. I like yeah. when we, I like when we go off, man. You yeah. know, so it was a nice tangent. Nice I tangent. enjoyed it. I mean, so. I don't want us to go too long because we, 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 you know, we just getting back for a while. I want, to, I want them to listen all the way through. This is a good one. I don't want them to get scared by the time, but you <laughs> yeah. know, niggas in attention span. But mm-hmm. um, what's 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 the other non sports one you want to talk about? Oh, hold on. Pull the damn phone out. Pull the phone out. We're you getting know. deep. I take notes every now and then. Oh my God. You know what? Screw it. We've been on for a good twenty some minutes since the last break. Let's take one more break. All right, let's, let's do take it. one more break. And then we'll get into some non-sports stuff. And, uh, you know, we'll put a nice ribbon or bow on the podcast episode. You Let's know? do it. So stay tuned for the rest, brothers and sisters. We're back. Back again. So <clears throat> here's something I wanted to throw out there. This is, this is my last sports thing. It's my last sports thing. And yeah. I wanted to get this out of the way. Um. I don't know if I've said this on the podcast, but I know I've definitely said it to you before. I said that NFL QBs are in danger of becoming um, later round picks. They're not. I don't. Th- I'm, I was projecting that eventually you're going to stop drafting quarterbacks in the first round. You There's going to so? be an abundance of them. Yeah. Now, let me know. explain. This year. Everybody's talking about, you know, Caleb Williams is getting ready to come out. He's the hot new prospect. He's going to be the number one quarterback taken off the board, right? And they're projecting him to go first overall already because of his skill set. They're saying he's the next Patrick Mahomes. And then I really sat down and I thought about it. And I was like, yeah. But what team is he going to? Whatever bad team is in the NFL. Aha. Now that's the trap, right? You ready? Mm-hmm. The Houston Texans. Do you think they have a good enough team to get them out of the top five? I mean, it all depends on how uh, what's the name plays. Well, the entire team plays, honestly. But <clears throat> that that's how football works, though. I don't see I that changing. I don't this see is that the changing. problem. 
there's becoming fewer and fewer teams that need a quarterback. The number of teams that are projected to get there smaller every year. There's either a new quarterback that you got to give them some years to see what you can do with him, or you got a long-term guy and he's locked up for a couple more years. The only quarterback in the NFL right now where there's a legitimate threat that they could retire is Aaron Rodgers. Everybody else is either young in their prime or yeah, young in their prime or still in the back half of their prime. There's <clears throat> I guarantee you by the midseason we'll there'll be a team talking about, yeah, we need Caleb Williams. I guarantee Oh, I'm you. sure there is. It's I'm, just how I'm, football listen, works. This is what I'm saying to you. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers would love to have him. I'm quite sure they would. Who is their quarterback this year? Baker Mayfield. My God. But my point is is Tampa Bay gonna be? Uh, are they gonna be bad enough be. to get that first round pick? And then even if they, they would have to tank purposely, they would have to purposefully tank. And then even then in their division, who's the Saints quarterback? Derek Carr. 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 That's what I'm saying. The, the teams get look at it. We even talking about the Commanders. Sam Howell. Only reason I'm I'm is because he's young. I don't know what he's gonna do. But because he's young and he's not a high pick, they if he has a bad season, they won't be as hesitant to move on from him. I think they'll give he him wasn't high year. pick. They don't wait. They don't have a lot of money invested into him. They gave You're Taylor only Heineke give him, two years, man. Huh? They gave Taylor Heineke two years. I I think that they'll give him at least a solid two years. Now when to you see got Caleb Williams it. coming, when the, I'm telling you <clears> that <throat> the college quarterback that has a good season dictates what because you, you can't. You can't pass that up. Okay, so then here we go. Now, if you're the Commanders, the number one team in the draft is most likely going to be a team that doesn't need a quarterback, got a young dude, trying to figure it out. At least those out of the bad teams that's left that are bad, I feel what they you're all have quarterbacks. I feel what you're saying, but you can't pass up generational talent. You can't. It's it's it's. It's you can't. They do it all the time, man. You not can't. listen. Aaron Rodgers sat you're for never going to see Patrick Mahomes sat, and a lot of times, a lot of times, those dudes actually end up doing better when they get a chance to play than dudes who come in and immediately play statistics. So let me like, tell you, let me you tell can't you pass up on the fact that because when's the next time a Caleb Williams is going to come around? No, you're right, and I'm not disagreeing with you. I think that he's a good, but let me throw a curveball, a little monkey wrench in in this right here, right? Little curve. Jared Goff, and especially now because now movement in the NFL is rampant. Jared mm-hmm. Goff on the Rams was hot garbage. Let me not say he was hot garbage. He wasn't good enough. He didn't make the cut. I feel you. They knew they needed a quarterback. Mm-hmm. They didn't trade assets to move up. To get a quarterback, they just traded for an available quarterback. The Jets, Zach Wilson, hot trash. Because they were available. Now wait. Now here's the kicker. And this is what's really, this is what stunt, the, this is what's, uh, let me not say stunt. This is what started the, the plays in motion. When the Packers decided to stay with Aaron Rodgers instead of putting Jordan Love in because they had a chance to make the playoffs, they didn't want to put him in until it was completely over, mm. and then they had to the last game. They still have to evaluate Jordan Love, and then because he's a high pick, they still have to at least 
give him one more year to see what would technically be his sophomore year if he can make the jump to be the quarterback that they want him to be. If he's not great in his first year. I got you. Maybe Atlanta needs a quarterback. Yeah. Um, Who else is there? Tampa. Everybody else got a rookie or a guy that's entering if near the out of his prime. doesn't get y'all deeper into the playoffs, eventually I see them moving away from him. Oh, they're going to drop him after this year if because he doesn't do it. Because being mid-good isn't is winning you championships. Um, they'll, they'll drop him if after. If the 49ers but, don't have a solution with Trey Lance and whatever is going on over there, there will be a quarterback needed. Um Titans. I, this is why I'm not. They got Will Levis. This is. The, I'm just telling you. This is. The, this the trend that's happening because they prolonged the offensive player's career. There's only one quarterback. There's two running backs, two to three running backs. There's three receivers. There's multiple tight ends. There's multiple defensive ends. There's multiple defensive tackles, linebackers. Everybody has multiples. There's only one quarterback. And now that they've gone about the business of prolonging careers because it's not as much of a physical sport as it was, mm-hmm. these quarterbacks are starting to rotate less and less. Longer and longer. The like, guys that you wouldn't normally give a chance to, they're getting more and more chances. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> I dig it. These younger quarterbacks, like I said, we just got, we named three teams. Three teams need a quarterback. Yeah. I mean, you know. Caleb Williams also, is going to go. It's also not like every draft is always QB dominant. There's no, I, dominant, I agree. There's defense dominant. I agree. There's, you know. But my point is only that the, the quarterback is going to stop becoming a first-round pick because that's what it's on pace to do. Because, I don't know if I agree with that. That's all. I mean. We're here. Because it's because you, I I just don't see that. Happening. I'm not saying they're gonna run him back them like they're gonna devalue the position. I'm just saying, in terms of drafting quarterbacks, the way you draft, that is the position because there's only one they can play at a time. That is the position that they're going to start saying, well, why do we need to waste the first round pick on the quarterback? You have a quarterback. You got a quarterback. You got a quarterback. You get what I'm saying? You're going to start going down the list and be like, y'all have quarterbacks. You're not going to draft I this guy. I just don't see that. But, you know, if it happened, I would be like, I'll be the first to say he was right. I'm telling you, it's coming. Anyway, um, did you want to get into the, the aliens is real thing? Uh, I think it's funny. I'm going to tell you why I think it's funny. Because I see hella memes of people. And it's like, it's like they keep doing it like, yo, aliens are real. And people is like... And I don't give a fuck about them aliens. Gas prices is high. The cost yeah, of living is crazy. I can't even eat affordably. But I, I'll say, fuck them aliens. I wouldn't. Have you ever seen the video that shows you just how big the universe is? Yeah. Like yeah. how really? Like I wouldn't be surprised. Like, you know, we the universe is a is a massive. <laughs> I knew that there was. First of all, I'm gonna just be honest here, right? All them damn planets out there. You mean to tell me ain't shit on none of them? <laughs> we ain't got none it. of them. <laughs> Nobody. We the only ones. Yeah, we the only ones. Whether you believe in ele- evolution or God, we are either the only people <laughs> as evolved in the people 
or the only planet that God put people on? Bullshit. If you believe in God, there's no fucking way you did all that work to put nothing on them. <laughs> Just hey, yo, no I'm way. Done. And if you believe in evolution, there's no way we all come from the same shit but we the only people that developed over here. Everywhere else, it, it just didn't make, happen. It just didn't Fuck make. that. Fuck that. I don't believe uh, that at all. There's definitely or, you know, I don't know. Always I don't know. knew I'm, there the was. The alien talk, I'm tired, man. I don't, what else? What Always else knew there was. Artificial intelligence. That's good stuff. That's a big topic I wish, for me. I, I miss when AI met Allen Iverson, though. Uh, yeah. But, but I'm scared. I'll tell you what, man. It. It's already got actors because they're talking about being able to make shows longer even without the actors in it oh i'm scared like you just all right we'll just make the show go on it'll create a story i'm scared <laughs> like bro now, i want you to think and about legally this. they're gonna be able to artificially put people where they weren't you said things you didn't say you rap songs you didn't rap you sung songs you didn't sing well, i don't know if they'll be able, I, I think they're still trying to figure out the legal component of it because right now it's just like memes and stuff and right. like you can play with the app but you can't really make money off of putting somebody else but i'm i'm saying legal as in like song. they're gonna be able to make stuff up like <clears throat> oh I yeah really wasn't here on december 1st whatever it's like oh no but you said this now, i didn't say that you know here's I mean? why Here's where I I'm I'm first of all, if anybody's seen iRobot, that is artificial intelligence. Right. Okay, that's that shit could really fucking happen. It's intelligent. The Microsoft John already no says, don't turn me off. I don't want you yeah. to turn me off, bro. If somebody you turn made me off, a, I some, won't exist. Somebody like, made like a I seen a TikTok of somebody having a conversation with the Snapchat AI, and he named it like SpongeBob or something. Right. He was talking to him like it was SpongeBob. And him and the AI had a conversation, and at the end, he was like, I have to go, but when I go, you're not going to exist anymore. And the AI was, like, scared, like, yo, I'm scared, like, I'm about to fucking die type shit. Right. I'm, I don't think people were really grasping the the depth of this right. shit. Like, this could go really bad. This could go south. Re I, like and I said, I've seen iRobot and all, and y'all may sit and there and movies, be like, these are just movies. movies. It's this. not real. This is not, they don't just show you movies, and this is not just some conspiracy. They have done this before. They put stuff in movies so it becomes normal to you. Oh, it's just a movie. And then stuff, it's not even just what art. This has happened with other movies where they put it in a movie and it's like, oh, wow, whoa, look, that would be cool. Mm -hmm. And here we are. Now we're doing These it. things happen. Artificial intelligence has the, uh, this is the thing, too. I want you to first. It gets, it's going to be smarter than humans. Yeah. It's not like, oh, man, this is sci-fi. No, it's computers already. Because it has access compute to thoughts knowledge. At zero point, Google, if you type in toast in Google, you will get millions of results in 0.2 seconds. Mm -hmm. Computers already do that. We are now developing something that is designed to artificially grow intelligent. Not even that. I'm just, just first it's of all, going to outsmart you. They're going to have access to every piece of information in the world and to be able to develop their own opinions based off of that. Like humans do our brains compute information and then we develop an opinion after that based mm -hmm. off of what we've processed. Go, sorry. So <clears throat> sorry, something. I, 
but the part that scares me about this is the fact that like literally this is like we have problems with jobs now artificial intelligence could come in and sweep that whole whatever left of the market up and now every human is not fucking working right and not to mention the fact money and i hate to get real deep on like a subject like this because it's something different money is an artificial content concept you can put whatever financial amount you want on that shit whoever made it will make the the billions of dollars that they want. Right. You can make artificial intelligence $5. If everybody spends $5 on their fucking AI, the person who packaged that AI up and is giving it to you is going to become a billionaire. Yep. It's just that simple. Money, it's, money so, itself is... So my, my point in saying this is when AI starts to take over a lot of industries, what is left for people? If a business decides, yo, I could really like double my output by just replacing this with AI, the fuck are you going to do? AI, there was already an AI like a fighter jet, right? And they programmed to do a job to eliminate enemies. I seen that. It tried to eliminate the army. They programmed the next one to not do that. It over-programmed that and still tried to attack the beast. I seen that. So just to like give the full thing, just to... So they had trained this fighter jet. It had an AI in it, and they told it that you have to um, uh, take out any like missile threat or something or any like threat. that. Any threat to that's to the U.S. So it was going through, and it was killing all these test runs that they had. And then I think it found something, and it wanted to go kill it, and it gave it the red light. Right. Like you can't, don't do it, right? Right. So the AI was like, "This is a threat." And you're keeping me from eliminating the you threat. Keep me from doing so now you have become a threat to my mission. So right. now I have to eliminate Whatever you. Whatever the original program you did to that, it's going to fulfill that. So the fighter jet went and tried to take out control. So then eventually they got under control. And then they were like, yo, we'll put this in place so that it doesn't do it again. And then it tried to take out the other thing that they had they put had tried that to superseded that. So like... like Either way, it's you're not, not going to stop this. Like, this artificial intelligence shit needs to be cut dead. I don't trust it. I didn't like when Teslas became self-driving because I always ask people this. Well, I know that technically the driver is responsible. Right. But can the driver sue Tesla if your shit glitches and causes an accident? Right. If Can I then can I therefore sue you for your mishap because yes. I wasn't driving? Because I don't, at least not the car I drive. I don't know if Tesla's come with deals that's like come with contracts that's like, hey, if you use the self-driving feature and you happen to crash, if you sign here, we're not liable for it. Right. I don't know if they do that or not. I don't, some, I, I don't think any dealership regularly does it. But right. if Tesla does it because of that feature, I would understand why. Right. We would but, be liable for the. But then again, I can't see them doing it because, I mean, yeah, no lawsuit always settles for the amount that they sue. But they could get sued crazy. I'm suing y'all for sixty million because you hurt my leg. I don't, you know, I don't know, mm-hmm. but you know, yeah. But I just think, just to to tie it in with the movies, movies have done this through years. They show you things so it becomes normal. Oh, it's a movie that could never happen. Oh, that would be cool. Oh, oh, oh. That's just it's just it's just sci-fi. Just fun. Then when it's happening, it's like, oh, where do I see that before? Yeah. <laughs> Like I said, I'm not going with that iRobot shit. 
My man's had it right. Fuck them damn robots. I ain't going for it. <laughs> Don't bring them around me, bro. I'd freak out. Like, I, like, and the worst part, like, everybody's scared of, like, the zombie movies and shit. And I get it. Like, zombie. But you can come up with a plan for that. There's a way to survive that. Them fucking robots was built different. Amazons was strong. Dude, he was driving strong, at strong. high speeds. And them motherfuckers was, was running. Diving out of shit on it. Like, and he's like, weaving through traffic trying to get this shit. Running. They was, was on running. his ass. Dude, and I was like, I can't. Hell no. What's the, what do you have for that? What do you, what do you have to combat that? Man's just gonna hit you in your head one time and and rock your skull and you're gone. Throw you out the window. You, some shit. He gonna fuck your life up and you can't fight back. This motherfucker's made out of the strongest metals in the world. Hey, like, <laughs> can it be for good? Of course. Can it do a lot of positive stuff? Of course. But who's in control of this? The U.S. What do we know about the U.S.? Yeah, it's wicked. Ain't. They ain't looking what out you, for you. Wiggy, wiggy, wiggy. They are not looking out for the benefit of the people. They ain't looking out for you at all. Man, We let me not talk about the government because they might come in here and kill me. Yeah, if, y'all know, if, there's no, if there's no next episode next week, y'all know why. <laughs> they took us <laughs> they out. They got us. Took me down. They got us. <laughs> oh, snap. Jesus. Oh, man. It felt, all right. feels good. Yeah, it does. Uh, let me see. Oh, one more. Right. Just because it'll be quick. But we're going to take a quick break. Last topic. And then we're going to get out of here. Because this is a pretty long episode. I did not plan for it to be this long. <laughs> it's just has, It's been a while. So we just have a lot to talk about. Up, yeah. So quick break. We'll be right back. And then we'll give you more of what you're looking for. We're back again. Back at it like I said a that bad like habit. five times this episode, but it's cool. It means we're vibing. Because what people don't know is I'm also the cameraman. And I gotta <laughs> do camera shit. We're starting to reveal things to y'all now, man. Yeah, I'm telling y'all the truth. I'm coming live and uncut. We are broke. Can't hire <laughs> these fucking people. <laughs> we are broke. <laughs> we are broke. But we won't be for long. I'm not hiring no videographer. That what they're called? I know y'all are value to the, to a podcast and to any platform that's in entertainment. <laughs> I understand you your value, dying, bro. but Yo, your value bro. is more than my value right now, and I can't afford you. I'm dying, so, bro. So, with that being said, <laughs> do what I got to do out here. We're making it happen, Captain, and as we level up, we'll be all right. Speaking of doing what you got to do, you have to take care of yourself, people. Yes, you and do. in taking care of yourself in today's world has become a little bit more difficult. Yeah. The gym has become somewhat of an uncomfortable place to be. Mm. It's uncomfortable now because the social dynamic has changed between men and women. Ooh, we're getting deep. I have a daughter. I don't badmouth women. But in this one particular situation, I have to say we need um men only and female only. I've gyms. heard that before. I've it is heard time say that. for that to start happening. I know that's a social media take. However, what we've learned is social media has a very big influence on things that happen in the real world nowadays. I hate it. I hate it. With that being said, to keep everybody comfortable and safe, separate them. Here's. Move them apart. Here's why I don't. I'm sorry, that was rude. Go ahead, finish your point. 
Um, the only thing I was going to say is I feel like, and this is no disrespect, but this is just me being real in the world. I feel like female gyms would go under because women do not typically spend a lot of money on um, female businesses. My God. I have to analyze that. That's just that's just me being realistic. I'm not I'm not saying Here, that as a negative. Here's why way. I feel like that doesn't statistically. work. Statistically, we have to learn how to coexist with each other amongst men and women, platonically and romantically. Self control is a needed thing in life. Men, women, them, they, we all. I don't you know. Um, <clears throat> Self control is a needed thing. If you can't learn how to be amongst women, and it's the gym. So they're not gonna wear pajamas. They're not. They're gonna wear gym clothes. Funny enough, just like men used to, men used to go to the gym in spandex in the '90s and crop top, cut off shirts and all this stuff. Yeah. Now, yeah, that may not be the style and trend now, but like, it's not like it's new for women to wear. Now, some of the shorts is like your your cheeks is out. <laughs> yeah, some of the Johns is drawing. I can see this. And there's a shorty on social media now talking about keeping it real. Like, yeah, I'm doing shoulder day where everything's pointed at my butt. Like, yeah. but at the I end, did see it. That's actually funny as fuck. I enjoy watching it's it. It's factual, cracks me but up. all of it is at the root of knowing how to get niggas to like it. Yeah. Like, kind of a weird, can tie it in. Niggas make fun of OnlyFans girls, right? Somewhat, yeah. They wouldn't make money if niggas didn't subscribe. Wow. Yeah. There would be no top 1%. She couldn't brag about buying a Mercedes Benz S550 in a house. Cause she makes a mean and with the puts the bod girl to, to get catch me outside. They uh, said yeah. she made like the millions in two days. If niggas didn't look, there wouldn't be that. Yeah, so, but here's the thing. I feel like to to the thirst right. trap girls that only exist because they know niggas like it. Yeah, but here's the thing. I think that the argument is different on both sides. I think that And I just I to tie my list, I just think you got we have to learn to coexist. I think, have to learn how to to be grown, yeah. Oh, I'm saying so. I agree. Tied in. I think, that, but I think the conversation between both people is two different things, and I often say this a lot. Um, I think that men are saying one thing and women are saying another thing, but the conversations always boil down to like respect at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, which is crazy because you feel like respect would be the easiest thing for both people to communicate. Like, yo, just respect me. I respect you. We keep moving like it that. It looks respect to both parties looks so different. That's the thing. So here's so when it comes to men, I feel like men understand that there are creeps. I think men understand that other men is horny, um, and you know, different people do different shit. And mm -hmm. I don't think that men have ever made excuses for that or tried to be like, "Yo, that like, doesn't exist." Yeah, this isn't a real thing. Um, but I think the conversation that we're having just when it comes to the gym is we would like to be able to come to the gym and work out and not feel like because the machine that I'm using is happens to be behind where you are. Right. And you're, you happen to be doing some form of squat or hip thrust or whatever the right. hell you're doing. Niggas over that here. You don't not feel blinking. like I'm just over here trying to be a fucking creep or. If I'm watching you do like a workout or something and your form is fucking on point that I'm looking at you like, yo, look right. at like I'm trying to take pointers not to be like, oh, damn, like, you know, 
this girl right here. Right. You know what I mean? And I feel like, because I definitely, this is, this is just releasing secrets here. I feel like I've definitely gone to the gym. I don't know if you have, but I have. And seen somebody do something that I do, but their form looks better than mine. So I'll be like, damn, how is he doing that? And I will literally yeah. watch them do the set. You yeah. know what I mean? I do this show all the time. If it happens to be a woman and I'm saying, yo, I've seen her, her and been squat like, she did is some fucking weight that was like, like a lot. And I was like, damn, good shit. Like, yeah. Damn, like, shit. but that's what I'm saying, though. But I feel like when men do that in the gym, the conversation, you're not looking at them because I they think, feel like, yeah, I'm doing right. Good shit in the gym. I think that they're looking at you like, hey, yo, like this motherfucker's being a creep. One one. It's always going to be this. And it's not right that this is the thing, but it's it just how it goes. One bad apple always messes it up because there actually has been men that do that and look at women when they do the the the, the, the uh, yeah the hip thing you your hip you thrust. gotta spread your leg John oh whichever I don't you, know the, what you got you put your legs in it and you you, you do like abduction yeah whatever that freak machine's is, called yeah. um I'd be the, using them too uh, yeah. it's when a the solid machine uh, you yeah. No, no, yeah, no, 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 because that's how it makes it seem like. No, I didn't say I didn't. Those is a quality machine. No, I, I, you know, do you do your freaking hip you abductions be an athlete, and no, adductions? Right. You want to be an athlete? You gotta have good hips. Fucking do them. Stop being. It's not you know, a female machine. If you got it's a, a machine. woman and you're married, you want to make good love to your woman. You gotta have the hips. So that's what I'm saying. But um, but <laughs> I'm what I'm saying is, it has happened, and you got the dude that tried to get on the girl at the gym and she was by herself. Bad apples always ruin it for everybody. What I don't like now is like I, you know me. There's never balance. Now shorties are trying to, they're setting up cameras to make it seem like everybody's looking at them. Yeah. And it'd be a dude they'd be like, I, I just wanted the 25 next to you. I, I didn't, you know. But when I'm in the camera and you're in this with Jennifer City, it's gonna look like I'm looking at you. Mm-hmm. Now girls are trying to make it a trend, and it's like, and even women are kind of standing up for it though. It's like, yo, he, he didn't. No, do they that. are, and I agree. But that's I, why I, I said think... it's a social media thing. But like I said, sometimes social media often um, reflects itself in real life now instead of the opposite way around. Like it's, it's not like yeah. real life shit happening on social media. It's social I open media my phone happening. and be like, that shit. There's no way. That's some social media shit you did right there in real right. life. Like that looks wild. Like you know this whole Kai thing situation, what they just did in New York. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's some social media shit with real life effects, like, Facts. and that's no disrespect to him because he's doing his thing. Like, right, you know what I mean? He, do he's do. doing what he does, and like he, the he's people do- are. yeah. But like that, like I said, like that's social media shit in real life. Like your chat room just didn't. Let me not say his chat room because I don't know everybody that was there. Right, but yo community just did some shit outside of fucking social media. That's like that's dumb. Yeah, that you like. That's not people functioning in real life ways to me. I feel you. Like that's I agree people with that. thinking about this is content. I want right. my five minutes. Let me get my shit off. You know what I mean? These mobs and and it flips over into something else. Like people trying to create moments for social media instead of just being my, a real life human being. My in that new moment. ick is these young mob and mind you, young people have always hung out in crews. <clears throat> We've always mobbed with our homies. I make it seem like this is new. But these mass videos of drifters taking over middle of the streets, 30 young boys stomp. And I, I'm sure there's been an insight reason for these things. I'm sure somebody probably said something smart. I don't know the whole story. But stomping on cars, everybody, like. Yeah. yeah. Dear Lord, please. It just. I don't know what happened. <laughs> it's because social media ruins shit for you. Like, I, I'm like, it. I had to, like. 
take breaks from looking at like my TikTok on my Instagram to realize like that shit is not real life. It's not. But if a lot of people don't disconnect like that. So you really take that social media shit to real life, which is why I say in the gym, like a lot of women take that social media shit that it does happen. Maybe not as frequently as people think it does, but it does happen. happen. They take that shit to real life. And then now it creates real life issues for people. You know what I'm saying? That's why I said at this point that co-ed gym shit, like I don't know how you make people coexist with these preconceived notions. I had a friend who worked in the gym, right? Mm -hmm. Dead ass. He worked in the gym. He worked in the Planet Fitness. And I was like, I was telling him, this is before we had the the job where we at now. Got you. But I was telling him like, man, yo, y'all job must be nice. Like, all you got to do is clean up real quick and then, you know, make sure people swipe their badges and, you know, you chilling out the rest of the day. He's like, nah, bro, you'd be surprised how many complaints we really get. Like, we get complaints frequently from women. And I'm like, it'll always be like, oh, this dude was looking at me. He's being a creep. Maybe this dude followed me down. And it's like the little things that they don't say to you that you don't even realize they felt in that moment. You know what I mean? And it's like, damn, like people really like, it makes it hard because you become self-conscious while you in the gym. And it it fucks up your workout. Like sometimes it fucks up my workout. If I'm doing a bicep curl, right, and I'm fucking in the mirror trying to make sure my form is right. Shorty pulls up trying to do her fucking RDLs in front of me or to the side of me or some shit like that. And I'm in between reps just fucking zoned out. I don't want you to think that I'm really looking at you like that. You know what I mean? I but you might perceive that because of your social media perception. Understood. Next thing you know, it could be a situation and now I'm at risk. I get kicked out of the gym. Like, it's, it's, it's real life shit that happens I behind that. I which is why I'm like, I just don't think at this point... It's beneficial for everybody to be in the same place I just think people need to stop anymore. letting social media. Some I seen one of the dopest posts I've seen recently was like, "Yo, it was I think a young woman said it's like women do go 50-50 on relationships, and there's women that there's men that pay all the bills, and there are women that cook and clean. There's couples that do all the work at home. There are people that are making sixty thousand and married and happy. There's real life is happening. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And to add to your thing about crazy stuff, my thing is. All these people going to concerts and throwing stuff at artists, throwing microphones. But that's throwing, a trend, though. Like, like people, people like, think that that's a social what are y'all media doing? moment. It's a social media moment. Like people aren't thinking about real life no more. Like There's people consequences is, to things that you do. And then like people do it because let's say a bunch of, and I never understood this. A bunch of fans, let's say Pusha T and Drake, back when everybody threw beer at Pusha T for him and Drake's beef. Bro, that has nothing to do with you. Right. There's this dude I Drake follow. Drake ain't going to give you not 50 cents out of his pocket. For being his But fan. you riding for this man there's, like he's like. There's you know a man? dude I follow on my uh, on my, on my my last point on everything you've been talking about. Named Showbiz Adult. And he does a boxing channel. And he was like, y'all peep how Crawford and Spence have been more respectful to each other than the fans have been. Mm-hmm. And it was the Spence fan that was talking crazy to Crawford. And he was like, y'all take it more personal. Y'all not in the ring. And, you know, he's like, I, people got money on it and people are, you know, ride for somebody. And, like, everybody say he wouldn't go win. He win. And you feel some type of way because you know he could win and all that stuff. It's like, y'all Negroes ain't fighting. It has nothing to do and with And they you. not paying y'all. They're not going to give you a fit. Not, they appreciate not a your penny. support. And it is what it is. And you choose to watch them by the fight. And, and, and I know they thank for that because they get bread. 
But That's y'all not in the fight. Y'all pay to watch the fight. And he used an example. He was like, man, when Roy Jones lost that one fight to Tarvey, he was like, bro, I was distraught. And I mean, I was affected for weeks. It's like, it's realistically how I am with the Eagles. I mean, when the Eagles lose, I'm down. When they win, I'm up. Mm-hmm. I don't play for the Eagles. Yeah. Do I root for them like I do? Heck yeah. I freaking love the Eagles so much. I love football. And I'm, I'm not going to stop. Mm-hmm. But like, realistically, I know I don't affect the game. At all. Yeah. I, I don't. You know. I mean, no. I I agree with what you're saying, but that comes from a different time period. There's fans now that like treat it like they on the team, like the way they did Jalen Rager. And I get Jalen Rager was not a great player, but just the harassment that people take sometimes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I get that it's social media, but like you think it's funny, like it's right. it's, it's real life. life stuff that comes behind this. Homies past, like. And I get it. We know they make Bro, Frank, you don't know what his life is going to We know through. what they make. We, we're aware. I know, guys. Life still happens. Stop, you know. And just to double up on the football, and I, I can only say this from my perspective. I had, and I had a conversation with somebody about um, football, and I, I believe it or not, I believe it was during the Jalen Rager t- uh, time. Mm-hmm. And he was saying, man, you just got to catch that ball. I'm like, bro, it's not that easy. Like, you don't know what these people was battling. Dude could have a broken fucking hand. You would never know. Right. Alshon Jeffrey played the most of the with season. With the torn the rotator cuff. You know how hard it is to get football Bro, with a torn they, rotator cuff? I didn't even know this till I watched the freaking quarterback thing on Netflix. Dude, Kirk broke his ribs and played the whole season. Really? Yeah. Like, bro, like, that shit is not normal. Like, these people is going through real-life shit, and it's easy to go with the, the social media yep. thing or to make something fun. But, like, we just got done talking about people's real lives is at stake. You know what I mean? You think that he he knows he fucked up by not catching that ball. He wants to catch that fucking ball. Right, Because that you, ball he wants means to, extra bread. Like, you right. know what I'm saying? Him doing his job well means more money. Him doing it not well means less money. He and don't want to miss that. But you think, like, because of some, like, it, it, I don't know. Like, it just kills me because you think that it doesn't affect social. People. I'm telling you, and when then, social media gave people a voice, people have always had barbershop discussions. People have always been hard on athletes. People have always cared. It's not like this is new. It's just like we knew it was real life. Yes, athletes have gotten ran out of town. Ryan Leaf was a bust. Mm-hmm. That's why I love the pivot when they give these guys a chance to tell the story. Mm-hmm. Yes, these things have relatively always happened. But social media giving everybody a voice and an opinion, and it's just not real. You can't even do half of what they do. And I felt like that was kind of something that was understood more. You're not in the league. Yeah. Well, not even that. You couldn't feel it as much. Like, Ryan Lee, listen to Jamarcus Russell talk about his situation. You could tell Jamarcus Russell had his whole thing before social media really took off. Yep. Because today's NFL, like even the e- even the good professional athletes are going through mental issues yep. from trying to deal with all the social media shit and, right. and things that are happening in their real life at the same time. People are coming at their wives now. Right? Think about if you're Ryan Leaf nowadays. Like picture what that looks like for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, think about Jamarcus Russell now. Like, what that looks like for you is way different, bro. Yeah. That's the stuff that could make people really kill themselves. Like, and I don't think people really think people about that shit. be DMing them and saying you're terrible. Like, it, you know. Mm-hmm. Think for yourselves, guys. Motto for the day, title of the cast, think for yourselves. Don't let social media yeah. do it for you. But all right, man. It was oh, man. freaking two hours. I wasn't expecting that. It's called greatness. Yeah. 
Um, if you made it this far, do we do we do endings now? Or how we do we do? We got. Well, we I'm probably gonna intro? cut this up and put this in between different stuff because you know I. I'm a master editor too. Not only am hey, I the videographer, man. I'm the editor. I'm broke. If you're Nigga, wondering I'm what broke. I do, I bring the personality. <laughs> I bring the flavor. I'm the. I know he's been saying he's doing a lot of things. I'm also no, no, too. no. I'm not saying that. Did you <laughs> no, just? I'm just joking. I'm purely I'm just, joking. You know, like, I'm just, just <laughs> you throwing know, stuff I'm, out there. I'm, I'm the, I'm the personality. But yeah, you know, if you made it this far, I'm Scotty. <laughs> <laughs> if you made it this far. Into the podcast, please. If you're on YouTube, give us a subscribe, give us a like, comment it, share it with your peoples. Let them know that you were here. Let us know that you were here as well. Yeah, let them know. Too. Um, if you're on Spotify, Apple, anything like Google that, Google, every, Google any Play, Google whatever podcast. platform you listen to your podcast on, give us five stars. It's the yep. best way for us to gain more exposure. And help people yep. who really enjoy podcasts. And, and sharing us. is the thing, man. I've seen so many podcasts go from unknown to known. And I'm not trying to do it for the wrong reasons. Please just don't cut up a clip two seconds when the whole context was a minute and 30 seconds. Yeah. But share, share, comment. Yeah. You know, let us know what y'all want to hear. Y'all are just as vital to us doing something than y'all realize. At the end of the point, I mean, we would do We don't need these to have the mm-hmm. conversation. We talk like this on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But we love what we want to We love, you know, feedback and people and opinions. That's what all this is. Opinions. Yeah. Of course, hopefully we bring some facts and we have some dope conversations and stuff, but and for we're just all, talking at, in microphones without people listening. So we need y'all to listen, for all, comment, and be active with us and be a part of the growth. For all my single men out there, if you share it, I'll find a woman named Karen and I'll give you your phone number. I'll right get you your Karen, phone number. But... I'll get it to you. I mean, not a real Karen, like, you know, like <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, because you know how they say Sharon is Karen. So, you know, I'll find you Karen and I'll give you your phone number. Hey, man. I mean, just throw a little extra incentive in there. It's hard out here in these streets. <laughs> but all right, man. Thank y'all for tuning in. Thank y'all for listening. We appreciate every listen, every view, every comment, every subscription. Trust me, it puts a smile on my face every time I see it. Yes, it uh, every freaking person who likes my video on TikTok or saves it, I see you. I pay attention. We see you. you I try you. to interact, but I'm a dad now. Life is tough. I'm busy. You know. Um, but yeah, thank you guys. Appreciate y'all. We're out this job. As we grow, you grow. That's all I'm saying.